Hello there, and welcome to episode 71 of Unknown Regions Podcast. I am your host, Michelle, and with me as always is your other host, my son, Colin. Yo. So we are really in an unknown region today, like a... a, a, We got on the uh, Interstate 90 hyperspace lane, Mm. and we have a special guest, and it's very exciting, all the way... From Friends of the Force podcast, it's Sarah. Hi. Hi. Hello. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm really excited to be on the podcast, and I am also just excited to chat about Light of the Jedi again. Sorry to spoil the topic, but I hope hope they read the, um, you know, read the thing yeah, yeah, yeah with the title of the well, episode well you know fake out actually you're you we've come all the way here we've lied to you it's gonna be um it's throne rooms it's throne rooms. Oh, oh it's th- oh great great because <laughs> we did we did just get a cover of martian row on yeah. on the throne <gasps> oh stop what? what have you not seen this no guys we're gonna guys i'm so sorry detour, we're detour. like we're literally Are you, you know, 40 seconds into this podcast and i'm already like detour what? gotta pull something up on the we internet that you it. can't see we are ranking this no i can't rank it without knowing like anything well it's about not like it. a throne room but like the cover the cover is very a la darth maul a la <gasps> you know <laughs> what yeah whoa oh, stop it let me let me move this over okay i am um, there he is I, 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 we're talking bicep we're talking that particular way of sitting uh we're talking <laughs> i have we're no not words we are right not now. talking about what's going on the rest of this photo There's a little bit of a big deal here yeah we're not but that's we're not going to spoil any of that for you i am reader stunned. if you know or listener if you know you know <laughs> But they don't know. I'm stunned into silence right now. But look at his biceps. He's ripped. And like He's ripped. as as you know, I've really been the arms have really been throwing me today. So <laughs> Sarah and I um started as Star Wars pals. Mm-hmm. Um and then sometime last f- summer. I could give you the exact date. I'm sure. wow. please do it's like september 8th 2022 um when permission to dance live on stage in la dropped on disney plus i watched it at like Bruh. one in the morning after i was watching i think i was watching like outlander or something i was catching on my tv show yeah and it was like really early in the morning and i was like i can't go to bed that would be like really that would be silly that would be silly so what am i gonna do oh my a bunch of my friends went to this thing i should i want to i want to learn their names as and, always, that's where it starts. What's no? Oh, here we are. That one looks interesting. That guy, he's cute. What's his name? And then two weeks later, you're obsessed. With you're, the, in. <laughs> you're You're obsessed with BTS, and that's how that. Be afraid if if you think all you want to do is learn like Jin's name. <laughs> it doesn't work that way, my friend. The rabbit hole doesn't real. work that way. It it doesn't. Um, and then and then, you know through you delaney will be like sarah can you get into 17 or yes. and, and <laughs> so two weeks we, after that so now we have this network of very very um it, it looks like you know one of those boards on the wall of crossing over threads between me sarah colin my daughter delaney sarah's friends the unknown regions universe is expanding. and it's all the lore um, mom the lore it, it could be bts it could be 17 it could be star wars it, it, who knows you know what could we could actually about. diagram this we could actually it could be a tree of some sort it, it would be i mean and it would ultimately 
I told him. Yeah, I'm like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I made the joke when we got here. Like, jokes on you, Colin. This is actually gonna be a K-pop podcast. Ha ha ha! Funny joke. I brought my book. <laughs> Here's the deal. I'm waiting, guys. Guys, <laughs> listeners, you need to know we're in my office right now, and like, my office is like half books and half k-pop yes. so it really could go either way and it's extremely distracting because every really time sorry. i look over i see something else cute that i want to look at because it's either um black or Santon or maybe j-hope you never know i can say i can say multitudes <laughs> uh-oh mic adjustment that's no, okay okay i'm just gonna do it and, yeah. all right but in all seriousness we are actually here because <clears throat> colin and i have finally after two-ish years started reading the high republic books yeah and this is what we're gonna call this little series first book i've read in like two years i'm really proud of you other than like school required stuff what as if i'm reading the school books well i mean actually no seriously i have not read a book i mean music school well cover to cover i'm reading yeah 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 but this is a little series i'm going to call the late and lazy high republic book club Mm. Because we are both late and lazy at reading. Factual. Yeah, we don't read that much. That's which okay. Is a bad That's thing. okay. I mean, you're reading now. It's That's what's dumb, important, though. Like every time I read a book, I'm like, "Wow, that was really fun." I should do it again. <laughs> and you just don't. And then right. it's like six years later. Well, until I read another book. I really think it's about finding the right gateway books. Um, honestly, mm. for me, it like I pick up one romance book and I read it, and I'm like, I love reading. Let's do 20 more. <laughs> and, and, but, it, again. but like yeah. it leads me to other things. Like there's got to be one thing that, you know, lights the spark, that lights the fire, yeah. that will, you know, crush your reading goals. Yes. Um, okay. So, you know, and whenever you can read, it's always a good thing. So even if it's once every six years. Well, I'm definitely, I'm definitely mm. in on the High Republic. See that, that, you know, I could do a little jig, honestly, right now. I'm, that delights me to no um So just in case you're joining us on our late and lazy High Republic book club, which by the way, please, please do. That'd be fine. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Be um, late with us. Yeah. Be late with us. Be, be lazy. Very lazy and very late. Um, just in case you're, you're not a, like Sarah, who's our guru through this, through this particular mm. book. Uh, the High Republic, if you will remember, Colin, teased as Project Luminous way long time ago, yeah, way back 2019, in 2020, 2019. Um, 2019. Mm. I don't know why it says uh, San Diego Comic Con. That's not right. It was Star Wars Celebration, right? Star Wars Celebration, 2019. I typed the wrong thing. Um, and then they finally, finally, I remember what my theory was too. Mm. My theory was that this is going to break your heart. <laughs> my theory was that after the rise of skywalker mm. not knowing what happens in the rise of skywalker yet right um was going to be that there was going to be something so earth shattering in that movie that had to do with the force that they were going to have to do this whole new project project luminous to kind of make make way like like explain and 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 elaborate on like say kylo and and ray's newfound <laughs> um force whatever they case wrath device dark and light exactly. yeah, yeah yeah that's what my theory on project luminous was way back in the day what what yeah incorrect do you, um, do you know the other thing with the project luminous is that were you at 
You were were you part of the group in C two E two twenty twenty? Oh yeah, March. we got right. the advanced copy of the novelization. R- right. Yeah. And then I have a poster that on the back of it, it's the Light of the Jedi cover. It's in my other oh, room. Oh yeah, yeah. And so on the I. back of it, it says coming out like August 12th, 2020. Uh-huh. Womp womp. So that got <laughs> delayed. That got delayed till January. Yeah. Why uh, was that? COVID. Oh, it was COVID. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, because then it's I wrote down it was officially announced in 2020, but then didn't come out till 2021, which... Officially announced in 2019, didn't come out until 2021. Okay. So, yeah. That was long. It was long. Long time. Yeah. Um, But the first novel in the series, I guess, is that correct in saying? Light of the Jedi? Yeah. Um, Ultimately, yes. <laughs> by Charles Sewell, who we love. Every, um, mm. Everything we've read by him, which I guess is not... A ton, because like I said, late and lazy. <laughs> we have read The Rise of Kylo Ren. Right. Which was excellent. Oh, and yeah. then his Vader comic yes. as well. Yes. Also mm-hmm. excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, who better to start with, I guess, than somebody who basically has not had a whiff, right? <laughs> I mean, well, has he written any other novels? Uh, he's written now, I believe, three standalone novels that are really? original. So, oh, not Star Wars. Not Star Wars. Oh, okay. Um, so I believe this is his first go in Star Wars. Okay. Um, he writes science fiction outside of. So this. mostly he was in comics until. I, be- I believe so. I believe so. Okay. I wouldn't say I'm a giant Charles expert as much as I. Hmm. A giant Charles expert. <laughs> I feel, like, Charles I feel expert. like I'm an expert on some of the other authors, both inside and outside of Star Wars. Okay. Not Charles. Okay. I should I should fix that. He's really good. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree at all. Yeah. Well, we'll get in. We'll get into like favorites and maybe some criticisms in a little bit. But um, we're gonna rip this book to shreds. We hated it. <laughs> yeah. Let's. Uh, yeah, this book sucked. For <laughs> It sucks so much you read it in lightning yeah. lightning quickly. Um I ha- the most exciting thing mm. actually is now I get to go back all the stuff I've been avoiding for 2 years, all the interviews, all the podcasts, all that stuff. I went through and listened to a whole bunch of stuff. I listened to you you guys on Friends of the Force talk about this book. Um what the force I listened to mm. talk about that book. And then a bunch of interviews and things that are, well, the, um, like the little thing they do on YouTube, the High Republic show. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I only got to watch one though, because you're only one in. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, I saw some interviews and things and somebody said, I think it was maybe Pablo Hidalgo, that the impetus of this book was what scares the Jedi. Why are you smiling? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That is yeah. a pretty interesting question. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a question. It was a question. Yeah. What scares, what scares the Jedi? What do the they Jedi? Fear? Oh, that's cool. Question. That's cool. Yeah. That's kind of what this book, maybe even whole thing is about. Maybe. Fair to but say. But don't we like, don't we already kind of know what scares the Jedi? Well, we do. From- what scares the Jedi, Colin? I mean, I guess like just based on the prequels, like I, I think like the dark fear bad fear. things okay so things. fear scares the jedi fear is a big theme in this here yeah. book that we're talking about for sure 
Yeah. 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 What's wrong? No, you're right. Okay, for sure. You're right. Um, It's something that we've been talking about a lot over all these novels. So, like, Mm. get get ready for more Jedi fear and shit. (laughs) They really, really made it very clear. Stressed Jedi is the best kind of Jedi. Stressed Jedi. Guys, That's for, the one. Can you please bring me back for the Rising Storm? I know you have other friends to uh, talk to on the Late Lazy Book Club, but like I really I mean, want to also talk. There's there's lots of stress happening in that book. Oh <laughs> yeah, perfect. I perfect. love talking about anxiety in Star Wars. Um, it's the best. And the other thing that I found really interesting is that they used Camelot as kind of an inspiration for for this whole era, not just this book. So Camelot both. Arthurian mythological Camelot and also 1960s Kennedy era Camelot both because of the clarify what that is I have no idea what that is is, um, well you know there's a musical right yeah around that same time I think that musical was created and for some reason somebody latched on to that as sort of um metaphorical of the kennedy era administration because it was there was a lot of like blind optimism i guess Mm, mm. and everything was very pretty and very shiny and jackie was just like perfection okay for sure okay interesting interesting okay okay. but it wasn't all that behind the scenes right there's clearly i mean there was a lot of stuff Gang violence, um, a little thing called the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah. You know, I there's a lot of stuff going. Well, a lot on. of stuff going on politically, but also personally for them. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. so, yeah, it's a really interesting comparison. It's an, it's, yeah, when uh, I it is. heard that, I was I like, never thought of oh, that. That's actually fascinating. Actually, right? That they use that as kind of inspiration, but it makes sense because that's kind of what's going on. This is the height of what the Jedi yeah. could I think, be. I think work. one time we talked about, I said, I brought up like McCarthyism. Oh and yeah. Talking about yeah, how yeah, there's like did. a vibe of like an unspoken tension mm-hmm. in this book. Mm-hmm. I think it was about this book. I, it was about something Star Wars. So I'd only imagine it was this. I think, no, it was this because I have it in my notes somewhere, something similar addressing. Like that, that whole, like we are the Republic thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that sounds like they're, they're a little nervous and they're trying to like mm-hmm. manifest this like positive image when things are actually not so positive. Yeah, we definitely. And plus, we're talking about like the outer rim. I'm getting ahead of her. You are. Just let's <laughs> back go. It up, back let's go. It up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Where's okay. colonial? Where's I'm... colonialism in the notes? <laughs> <laughs> Down by the part where we are all the republic. That part. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the force mm. in this book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fire. So snaps. many snaps. Yeah, I, I, I this, snaps. I, this snaps. You're now welcome. You're oh. welcome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this I knew about. This I had heard all about. And even when I just like heard about it, I was like, "Oh, yes, this is give the people what they want. Yeah. More f- weird force stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is what I love." Um, Colin. <laughs> what? <Well>, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I agree. I think it's personally my favorite thing about the book. Oh, it's your favorite portrayal. thing. Yeah is the portrayal of the force it's very good um, it's exactly what i hoped someone out there would portray the force as it's mm. exactly what i was hoping uh know? so they they go into... and it was kind of oh can i say something else yeah and it's kind of implied by actually like jedi survivor that whole thing 
and uh, explain I'll, I'll, I'll get into it i'll get it like cal kestis and ezra and how they both have like their own like kinds of ah yeah yeah connection ah, and ver- well not connection but like their own gestalt. it's like a gestalt like their own yeah. like it's a frame like they understand it in a frame Mm-mm. and like that was kind of a cool idea, and I thought, and like, I kind of like always wonder, like, does everyone experience it differently? That's kind of an interesting thought. So they've been edging towards this for a while. Yeah, I think he's right. And, yeah. and yeah, so anyway, yeah, yeah, I think that, like, I love, like, the, with El, I think it's Elzar who imagines the force is an ocean. Yeah. Imagine an ocean. It is. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, perfect. <laughs> Super Freudian, though. She got it. You which didn't. is weird. I'm sorry, what was that? It's a Kylo line. <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, imagine an ocean. Imagine the, the, he doesn't say the imagine island, an ocean, but like the island and oh. the ocean. And he says, "I see it. I see it. Yeah, I see the island." <laughs> you know, I'm watching that the other week. I was like, "It's, it's kind of a good monologue, bro." That, it is. But that wow, that movie is so goofy. It's goofy. It's so goofy. It's goofy. But in concert, we we all were very very privileged to see the Chicago Symphony Orchestra. Legends, oh, loves of my life. Oh, okay, Collins making faces. I think we don't continue down this path. <laughs> uh oh. Um, uh oh. That's for another podcast. But speaking I guess. of music, though. Okay. Um, of course, the the musical interpretation. Excellent transition. It's there. so good. It's so good, dude. It was so good. I never do this. It you was gonna so say good. your name so we people uh, know who you're talking about. Avar Chris. Thank you. Or Avar. Yeah. Avar. Oh, Avar. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, there's fine. that was like so cool. And especially when the actual like terms were used, it got deep. Oh, I, yeah. It went deep. Fermata? I know. He, he was like, he's, I think, <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? Like, I there, think you, know, you, I, you came out of I'm the like, room where you were reading <laughs> and came out into I posted like, about it. I was like, yo, Common <laughs> area so of the house. They used the word fermata. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. It's I crazy. don't know what you're talking about because I haven't read it yet, but I, ne- I mean, kind of know what you're talking about. And 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 of course, like that tying into, I, I can talk about this too much, but I do want to say it's really cool because, you know, like a lot of people say like the music in the movies mm-hmm. is analogous and synonymous to the force. Mm hmm. Because when something bad is happening, there's dark music. When something good is happening, you get like the force theme. Sometimes you get the force theme when that bad things, like when Obi Wan and Anakin do that thing with their hands and the force theme is mm-hmm. playing. That's a perfect example of what I mean. You know, like when the force is happening, you know, there's oh, like a deep this... connection on that level. And I, and that's just like a, it, it's like when I read that, I'm like, of course. And you know, and it's not even a surprise. Not only <laughs> like, that, but the ladies conducting. Yeah, dude. She's conducting go, when Let's she's go. connecting awesome. all these people, and it's all like channeling. She's literally I didn't even think of that. conducting. She has a lightsaber, the force, and these <laughs> she Jedi like meditates and does that. Yeah, for one purpose. And then uh, my wife. Uh, I'm sorry. She's my wife. She's been my wife for two years. Okay, <laughs> do not steal my wife. I will get in line. It's fine. Thank you. It's okay. Um, I think. Are those the only two? Oh no, there's another one that's um, somebody. Oh, I think it's, it's Bell. Like briefly mentioned. It's Bell. briefly mentioned, right? Sees it as fire. Oh really? Maybe flames, fire, and then, and then wind. I remember wind. Wind is your guy. Baryaga. No. Uh, Baryaga uh, uh, sees it as like Loden? a tree. Hmm? Baryaga oh, yes, sees it like yes. a tree. That one I thought was cool too. That one <clears> I thought was dope. Uh, yeah, that one that one might be my second favorite next to the music one. Briagas is really cool. But I 
think uh, load in his wind and then. Whoa. Yeah, I want to say his by Padawan is fire because I remember thinking, ooh, fire and wind. Interesting. Yeah. You know, mm. Fire needs oxygen to. Float, right. You know. Yeah. And that's his uh, master, Jedi master. Oh, and yeah. then we have uh, Astala Maru who sees it. Um, the gas was a single light in a single building, like the Tabana gas was a single light in a single oh. window in a building in an endlessly oh, yeah, spiraling yeah, 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 nighttime yeah, yeah. That city. Cool, that was cool too. I, I like that, that one too. One. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. Uh, that was who was cool. that? Maru. Oh, that would be someone I completely don't remember. I think and then Sun Douglas Sunville, who I mean, we just kind of get. When I originally took my notes, I had like fifty-five character names. I yeah. was like keeping track of everybody's deaths and stuff. And I think that 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 those names are like those names that are mentioned the first time of our Chris is like the perspective, right. and she's just like so. talking about Jedi and she's yeah. just like saying things. But yeah. Douglas Sunville says it as a huge interlocked set of gears made of a variety of materials from crystal to bone. Interesting. That one's real weird. Tell me more. In fact, That's I wrote down literally all I have on that. This, one. Is, so. this reframes the Force in a fascinating way. How did Anakin experience the Force? Right. Great. Obi Wan, Ben Solo, Lucasfilm. <laughs> You've <laughs> opened. We demand You've answers. You've opened the Pandora's box of this. Right. Now I'm gonna need to know these things. Right. I'm right. I'm right there. I'm right there with you, honestly, because this is one of the things that I, I'll get giddy about every single time we get a new character and it's like, and they see the forest like this and I'm like, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, they do. <laughs> Which I think I also said, that, I think I also said this off the mic and I don't want to say it like too specifically here, but I also think it's a sort of representation and I know we talked about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I did. think that that's cool alone. You know, who cares about star Wars? Like that's cool. You know what I mean? Um, do you want to say what I'm talking about? I don't remember exactly what we talked about. Do you remember? No, you were just, just, you just said it. <laughs> Sarah is gathering. What's books. happening? What is oh, this? Oh, we're elevating Mike. There you go. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Thank you. What All a right. wonderful hostess. Oh, sick. Out here in these unknown regions. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Anyway. In the in the middle of the podcast, I just get up from my chair, and I go to my bookshelf, and I take a stack <laughs> of books off and just put That's them in front of Colin. Perfect, perfect though. Yeah, I think like, you're like cool. leaning over a bit. Let me fix this a little bit. Oh no, I do this on the regular. <laughs> I always lean into it. But thank you so much. Okay, so on the flip side, yes. How shocked I was mm. at how sci-fi this book got. Mm. Like to me, yeah. Heart, he was like. This is Star Trek stuff. Like, yeah. Star okay, Trek I'm, stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I, I can't disagree mm -hmm. because all of the um, this focus and the explanation of hyperspace. Yes. I cannot tell you how obsessed I am with this. It's just. It's pretty sick. I can't. I, I every time I every time I have watched a Star War since finding this out. Mm hmm. I can think of nothing else. Like anytime they go into hyperspace, I'm like, D -d 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 this is so what? It's weird. It's so I love it. I'm not saying it's weird in a bad way. It's weird in an excellent way. Like mm -hmm. I love when stuff gets reframed in my head. It's the coolest feeling. It is. And I don't think this book does that a lot. I don't <clears throat> think yeah. it went too far. In I mean, for my taste, <laughs> I don't know. Collins being like, I ah. have. I literally have two negatives okay. about this book. Okay. Should I just say them now? Sure. 
So the first negative and the more important one. Mine are pretty much in line with yours, except right. with the other one, but not this one. <laughs> okay, the first and more important one is that I don't think there's character development. I think there's a little character development. I don't know what's going on with my throat, sorry. I think there's a little character development with um, Buriaga. Mm-hmm. I think there's a little with King. Belle. Yes. But a little. But other than that, everyone is kind of stagnant, like in in terms of, and I'm sure that that will change. I'm sure that that will change with other books. But I, at least in this, the, the confines of these book of this book, I was kind of like, ah, like it's just not going anywhere. Like the intensity was cool, the action was great. I mean, I could talk about all the greats for that, but about this book. But the, that's one, and then the other one is that I thought it rambled a lot. Mm. Like it got really like crazy into detail about something and it kind of detracted my attention because ADHD brain, like I had a hard time focusing on what was going on. So I had to reread things all the time. Mm. Um, and that's like just me, you know, I would say that neither of those criticisms are novel. Like I think, yeah. I think that, um, I think that those are both really valid because on, on the first, for the first point, this book is not just setting up a trilogy of books, right? It's not just setting up the three adult books, but it's setting up the entire time period we've heard, but we haven't been to before and the timeline for the adult books and ultimately the YA books and the middle grade books and the comics. So it essentially, it essentially exists. And ultimately everything, the acolyte. acolyte, Yeah. I mean, ultimately everything, Um, right? Yeah. and the prequels like, and the, the yeah, prequels like, and the sequels and, and yeah, the new movies that we haven't gotten yet um yeah so i think it was it, i think it had to do a lot of work to build in that way and i i ultimately agree with you we're following so many people in the book you're yeah. trying to get so many pieces of the, the the puzzle that there's not a lot of space for our characters to do character thing for sure and i think that ultimately Charles was the right person to do that. Not saying he can't do character because we know that he can. Oh, yeah, totally. And there's great character moments throughout this oh, book. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Chapter 23. Um, <laughs> yes, I have. Well, it's when they're on the boo. Don't talk Oh, to for me. sure. All right. I should have known. I should have um, known. I should have assumed. You should have known. That I should have known. That is the one tab. I don't have any tabs in here except for one tab, and I bet you that it opens is, on chapter 23. I bet it is too. That's so funny. When you're, I was reading that, I was really like, "You're right." <laughs> um, oh. um, and and so there are good character moments there, but like, you know, that that's not the focus of the book. The focus is the action. Is oh yeah, is all of this, and that's done very well. And I think, yeah, good. I think that the adult books maintain something of a higher level um, story, but mm. the subsequent ones, I think, do get into character a bit more. Oh yeah. But where you're really going to find the character stuff is in the YA and the middle grade because they're much more contained stories. You okay. Know, they're not the main piece of the puzzle. Good to know. Um, oh, okay. That's but, good to know. Um, yeah, I also think to your your second point, that's that's also really valid. It, it sometimes yeah, gets mean, in the you know, it sometimes gets in the weeds for uh, for better yeah. and worse, um, which is cool. And I know that I'm yeah. sure like a lot of people love that and like love the detail. And I do too. I like the detail. It's just like when I write stuff, I'm super detailed. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm kind of like that too, but. I just, I just like really wanted to read through a lot of things. Right, sure. I was trying to finish this and I was like trying to like really like I was enjoying the action and the the plot and like and then it would get like held up by like 20 pages of 
details and i'm like oh my god come on man i'm trying to i'm trying to get through this what's happening with martian row man what's going on i'm just but, here to offer you book recommendations and not book recommendations and i want to say that sure. the, the the new thrawn trilogy just may not be for you really is it like that it's well but it's like all, about thrawn but it's all details because you know but, he's like a straight he's like yeah. it's all like about but that's cool like i would expect that details i would expect that you know and also it's just, it's just about like one character like how much it's not just about one character though. it's not it's about the whole chess ascendancy it, they're, i mean they're good oh they're good. Okay. But like, wow, they those are detailed books. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, I've been I've been catching up on all my favorite podcasts that two years ago did an episode about this book, and there were definite themes of what the criticisms were, and oh, sure. one of them was the first one hundred pages. But, yeah, I know. I just I feel like hard to get stupid, through though. because of the countdown no, no. and I constantly feel, counting like, down. The detail thing is not. Like I don't want. I just want to clarify. Like I don't think it's negative. It's just a criticism. It's a. It, but it's you know a. I mean? It's a style thing. It's, it's like a style it's, thing. it affects your experience of how you're reading it, and therefore it is a valid yeah point to make about your experience reading the book. I, yeah. And and ultimately, yeah. I mean, I was listening back to our episode from 2021. I was like, whoa, our conversations feel so much different now than they did back in 2021, which I think is so funny. Oh we, really? We structure way less. Um, oh yeah. In our podcast now, which we did that we did then, which is good. Way less. I thought we did nothing structural. Structure. No, they're talking about her, me, her, me, and her friends of the force. Yeah, I know. Oh, you're but saying you're saying we yours have is, no structure. Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? That's why we're unknown regions. You don't know what we're just. Uh, yeah, it's we're just, just going for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. party is what you're gonna get. Um, Last week, no Star Wars or last yeah, episode. Yeah. No yeah. Star Wars. Stuff. I was Indiana I Jones. Oh yeah, yeah I respect it. We we I mean we sometimes do that too. We're just like Who whatever. Knows? But like in this one, we like really specifically built out four parts in this episode, and we were like, here's what we're going to talk about: A, B, C, and D. Oh. And then Brad and I like for this one we just recorded yesterday, as of this recording, mm. we were like, let's just write like some sentences and there's some main bullet points, and like that's just kind of what we want to hit. We just do it in <laughs> any order, and then like we're gonna no, it's gonna but, be great. Uh, again, Sick. thank God you did do that for light of the jedi because last night at about oh i don't know 2 a.m i'm like you're like oh i'm God. lost sarah i'm lost i don't i read this like two weeks ago now you know I my brain I'm i literally closed my laptop and then you responded back and then i opened my laptop back up and i was like and, and i'm, I'm still like, awake i'm like baby girl can i have your notes please and she's like well there's 18 pages i'm like perfect that's what i need i need 18 pages of copiously organized Copious. and very very succinct notes and that's what i got and it saved my life because it reminded me of so many things that were so good that happened in this book that i was probably gonna forget because my you know but like brain. you had a good experience reading the book and that's what really matters it was so here fun. we're just here to vibe you know vibe yes. and chat but i will say yeah i think even brad and i talked about it like the first the first eight chapters of the book, whatever, you're just like reading the same explosion over and over and over. That's again. what I'm saying. And it's brutal. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. You you get to the point that like, I think it's chapter two, and like one of the people in the tower, if I'm remembering correctly, like in the tower is like reading. Maybe it's in chapter one. I don't know. No, it's chapter two. It's chapter two because chapter one they're on the ship. Anyway, it's all coming back to me now, guys. Um, <laughs> uh, and you have these two people who are like in the watchtower positions, and one pulls out her yeah. Jedi yeah, romance yeah, yeah. tablet. Um, yeah, I have that in my yeah my last little catch all things I really loved. Jedi fan fiction is canon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Jedi romances. Uh, what? I need them. That's it's, so good. Like think I about need think about <laughs> Colin. Think about I, the pining. Okay, I understand. You know the mutual yeah. pining, which just throw me off a cliff. Like I'm like yeah, I'm here for <laughs> it. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Why have they not actually? 
Made that a real thing. Little tiny because literally, mini novels. literally, like they say the word. Like I love, I Novellas. love, I yeah. love so many. You know, of this, I love all the Star Wars creators. I really do. But like they hear the word romance and they go, Achoo. I'm yeah. allergic. <laughs> but uh, the, there's a niche. Fill it. Look at that open niche right there. Look at that. Look at that. Fill oh, it. Truly, that truly. Fill it with the in-universe from <laughs> High Republic. Okay. The, 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 fa- the fan fiction that she was reading. There. This isn't a spoiler, but it's like it's just like me wanting to read in-universe text in Into the Dark. Uh-huh. We have Comac Vitas, who is one of my favorite characters. He's a historian and folklorist. Um, and he and he's, you know, authored so many papers. And I'm like, I want to read his papers. Yes. I want them. Why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please somebody write his his uh, in-universe white papers that I can I can read. <laughs> Didn't they do this? Why is this ringing a bell? Like, I feel like well, they did publish a book at some point that was an in-universe from some other Star Wars book of legends or it's not legends of Luke Skywalker but it was like there's a okay so there's like a few that kind of deal with like in-universe stuff so Uh there's like there's Kristen Baver's um, Skywalker family at war which is like a in-universe more or less biography of the Skywalker family Uh um, which kind of takes you through essentially all the events of canon from like a Skywalker biography point of view. The one I'm thinking of um, is like a myth. It's literally myth. Right. So there's book. so there's myths and fables. Yeah. That one. And then there's dark legends. Of. And then there's a holiday special ish one too. <laughs> or like it's based around Life Day, but I forget what that one's called. Okay. Um. And the, yeah. And then there's Legends of Luke Skywalker, which is in universe and it's in some kind of special way. Um. But are are they not paying attention to how many Raylos are selling actual novels now? Do they not understand that there's a big, fat audience for this kind of Considering thing? Considering both Thea and Allie are writing on uh-huh. FACPAW of Return of the Jedi, uh-huh. I think they're aware of it. I think the people know. But I just, I just, I still think that the powers that be are allergic to romance and are allergic to, and I, and I say that with love, but like, I'm also like besties, please. Um <laughs> Because, like, it's just, I just don't think it's, like, baked into the DNA of Star Wars. But it is, though. Mm. I mean, My first ship. It is. But it's <laughs> I was eight years old, and Han and Leia in the makeout closet. Oh, yeah. Was yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, very I mean, blatantly yes. romantic. Like, where it has that gone? Where is it? Where is it gone? <laughs> where where it has, has that, that gone? We live in a very kind of retrograde sort of moment right now um where it's like you know i'm just saying keep the keep the teens away from you know if they want if they want a money printing machine publish some in universe i think the issue i genuinely think the issue with that right now though is like the capital c canon right like the capital c canon governs everything except for like the the star wars visions ronin book right but they're that there's, but there it is though. But they didn't they make. Could do they it. didn't make one they for season two. They could do it. If they, they I mean, really they they absolutely to. could do it, and I think it would sell really well. I think it would be, and I think cakes. it would hot cakes. I mean, I would buy many copies. I just uh, <laughs> many copies. Here's the thing: I, of I, the same book. I have right. some shame, but I certainly don't have shame All in this right. department. I want the Jedi romances. <sighs> okay, I I know Colin is itching to to move. He's forward like, I just want to say, I just want to say though, my favorite. You were saying favorite quotes. I remember now what's my favorite quote. 
Let's go. Okay, let's hop to favorite quotes. Go. Okay, cool. It's on page 15. It's literally the beginning. It's the first chapter of the book. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) It's Yeah, page 17 is where you get the Jedi romances on, like, towards the bottom of the page. Page 15, your favorite one. (laughs) Is this true? It's on this page. She was reading some... Thing on a oh, data battery. Eyes dude, I so literally funny. know exactly where that's it is. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, well, okay. Oh, we're side by side. Right. They're right. Literally, they're yeah. right. They're besties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. This quote. And- so my favorite is the bridge ripped open. <laughs> dude, when you're reading this book and you're reading, she's just wept, and you hit <laughs> that line, swept. dude. I well, listen. That's very. I'm basing my swept. favorite line off of how much I felt something, and when I read oh. that line, I was not expecting it. And mm, I was like, oh, right. like that's game over. Oh, yeah. And then the chapter's just over. It's cold. It's a cold end. And I was like, oh, man, Yikes. I can't wait for you to read the rising story. I like that. <laughs> like, I liked that. It was very Ooh. different. And it yeah. was very Star Wars. Yeah. That actually was very Star Like things just happening suddenly mm-hmm. and fast and like, oh, my God. What? You know? Yeah, that was that was really sad. Oh, yeah. Um, it's tough. I fell for it. Because I oh, yeah. didn't know, you know, I didn't read any spoilers or anything like that. So, yeah, I fell for. Um, that was tough. Really, really liking that captain lady. I forget her name, of course, but um, Helda. That was that or head was head head head. That Hedda. was harsh and yeah. um, Surge. Right, that's the boy's name. Yeah, Surge. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, um, that sucked. Yeah. Very, very glad to find out later. He lived. He lived, and yeah. and and and, yeah. and in a moment with. Um, Buryaga, that was so sweet. Oh, yeah. Buryaga, the empath. He's oh my god, I am Buryaga, dude. Kind of the best. I see myself in that guy. Do you? Yeah, in that dude. In well, that I was gonna say, legit. he's the best. Um, yeah, Love yeah. him. Standout amongst the new Jedi, Colin Faves. Oh, Lone and Great Storm, mm. number one. Khaleesi. I'd say of uh, I say of our <laughs> number two, uh-huh. and then Buryaga number three. And Bell close third, but fourth. I like Bell too. Bell's great. Elzar's not on my list though yet. I'm sorry. <sighs> I, he didn't do enough. He did not do enough okay, for me okay. to put him on Elzar's, the list. Elzar's—he's just so messy. And but how could you not be on the list though? Colin. <sighs> insert, insert. I love mess. <laughs> I love mess. <laughs> um. Yeah. He's just so. He's just so. Mm, I can fix him. You know. <laughs> <laughs> See that? Like. That's so funny though. He's so That's I can fix him. Okay. Yeah. Um, he is though. I wrote down four. Yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't even know. My wife, clearly. Avar Chris. Buriaga. Bells at a far. Oh wait, is this five? Yeah, sorry. Five. Porter Ingle. Oh yeah. Legend. That's Icon. true. He was pretty cool. Nine eggs. What two. is going? He's got like how many arms? I Didn't need say he had like eight arms or way more about him. Is there? Do we get more? So of him? there is a comic. Um, Give it to me. Called, <laughs> and I believe it's, my I believe it's four issues. And it's called the Blade, if I'm remembering correctly. Oh, because he has a nickname, the Blade of Bardota. How, how did do you know you that right off the top of your head? <laughs> what? Because, because I mean, Fair yeah. House. Until about 10 p.m., we can yell. Okay. <laughs> Because it says in there, as he's about to go off, basically, that that's his nickname. Yep. Meaning, 
and he's man, like, man knows what he's doing with a lightsaber. He's like 300 Good. years old too. He's yeah. Like, yeah. So, so I actually, the blade is one of the comics that I haven't read yet, but I've heard good things. Okay. Okay. Um, but I have to get my hands on it's, that. It's then. a younger him. Um, oh, it's the perfect. So. This is exactly what I wanted. Yep. <laughs> See, they know, they know, they know. Yeah. They, know. they can yeah. pick out these little and things. I'm, and I'm pretty sure it was written by Charles as well. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh, either exciting. Charles or Kevin. They both have C first names and are men. So okay. sometimes I get them confused. Sorry <laughs> to them. They all sound the same. And <laughs> I know you're going to like this one. Jorah Molly. Jorah Molly. Yes. Oh, yeah. Dog. I totally forgot about Dude, I totally forgot about that character. Yeah. Actually. How could I forget? No ish from no one. Yeah, she's yeah. dope. Ever. She's so cool. Yeah, she's and dope. Rest in peace. She's dead. <laughs> Rest in peace. That was one of the ones where I was like, you're going to give me this really. Yeah, that was tough. Effing Hold on, amazing that Jedi, and then you're just gonna Here, I got kill it. her right after that? Like, I come got on. It. That and quote was also cold. And she's stunning. Yeah, I got that <laughs> quote because um, I picked it out as one of my faves. Oh, nice. Hold on. Hold Look on. at her. Please hold. Please hold. Queen. Um, Queen. She's gorgeous. Mm. Where is it? Nope. Did I not label my things properly? I don't think I did. Maybe not. Um, oh, here it is. You know, I'm not much for words. I prefer to act. In this case, I think the decision is simple enough. It's the same question oh. I ask myself whenever I do anything at all. Does the action I'm about to take bring more light to the galaxy? It's very simple. Like, why are they? That's in the interlude, right? That yeah, is, that yeah. interlude is That's so good. good. Their yeah. little Jedi Council meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and and side side note quote from um, Yariel. Yariel Poof. Yariel Poof. <laughs> uh, someone else says, uh, I believe that the Jedi should at all times present to the many peoples of the galaxy a way of life centered on peace. We must show them the way. The Republic is uniquely receptive to such an idea at this moment. And then Yariel says, yes, but we are guardians of two ideals, are we not? Sometimes, unfortunately, they come into conflict. We must always strive for peace, but also justice Peace without justice is flawed, hollow at its core. It is the peace provided by tyranny, <laughs> aka Palps. I, you know, this is one scene that I remember very clearly. Um, it's really good. Is this the yeah, it's really yeah. good. You know what? Okay, so what you need to know, and I know you're headed to the rising storm next, mm-hmm. but Jorah Molly is the master of the main character of Into the Dark, Reeve Silas. Oh, so okay. obviously, like she's Gonzo, but like that's that's the connection here she that remains. kind of that kind of brings us into this story. Um, and if you like quotes like that, you will love Comac Vitas. Okay. Um, he ooh. <laughs> is is he a Jedi or just he uh, is a Jedi? Okay. Yeah, he's a Jedi historian, um, cool. icon, legend. Um, that's very yeah. He, Which one he, do you like better, this one or that one? You. Um, this, one or that, this one rising storm or light of the jedi yeah rising storm rising mm. well i gotta oh. t- i gotta tell you this guys uh, this is not a, i'm not gonna spoil what happens in the end of the rising storm but i think about the end of the rising storm <laughs> um like every other day i'll just i mean uh, oh, two no. two years later two years later that's um, crazy i that makes me so happy though because i think about it a lot. i love kevin scott like a lot yeah me too jedi dooku 
uh, or Dooku Jedi Lost yeah. is one of my tippity top favorite Star Warses. We used mm-hmm. to say the. Uh, oh yeah, Balm of the Luminous. The Balm of the Luminous before if, every if episode. If the Balm of the Luminous wasn't so wordy, it would be tattooed on my body right now, right now. But it's right now, pretty wordy. So yeah, I've been I literally for years I've been trying to. Which part can I? fit on my body somewhere because (laughs) uh if i and if i ever meet him again i think the last time i met him i was too busy giving out buttons and i didn't say what i wanted to say Mm -hmm. next time i see him though i'm like listen dude (laughs) you don't even have to write another word the rest of your life as far as i'm concerned balm luminous you (laughs) nailed Nailed it. it like perfection forever put it on my tombstone the end me to, to charles when i was like charles i need you to know that my favorite thing in the entirety of star wars is the case where the vice featured in two issues of the <laughs> wait what Which, by the way came up again today Which, on twitter i was like i'm gonna fight he doesn't know anything about that the case where device is um like- uh, hold on. <laughs> you need to speak so slower i don't know what you're saying okay case wrath k-a-z-e-r-a-t-h it is Kazrath. Kazrath. Okay, okay. It is a circular, it's a spherical artifact that Lor Santeca finds in the vaults of Cato Nemoidia. Um, oh, okay. And it is an object that it has to be used by the light side and the dark side, a light side user at the, and same a light, time. at the same time in order to work. Awesome. And that's all we know about it. And it's my favorite thing. In that's cool. I, I didn't even stars. know that existed. And I'm like, it literally is in two issues of the Poe Dameron comic. <laughs> what? But oh, that's, that's crazy. That's it. But okay. today, the trail, the new Ahsoka trailer is dropped. It in it? Oh, question mark? Question mark? Oh, I'm sure there is a there is a a freeze like sculpture on a, like an ancient looking sculpture and oh yeah, the, I saw that. The individual like a... is holding a spherical thing. Uh, Scabby, yeah, what the heck? Whenever you I see whenever I be? see a handheld sphere in Star Wars, I'm like, is that the case wrap device? <laughs> You know what it could be? It could be from Jedi Survivor as well. Is there a spherical? There are many spheres. Did you play that game? Not yet, but you can talk to spoilers. I I know. It's how not really whole- a spoiler. Okay, but it's... I know how the game ends. We talked to. Oh. <laughs> well, because well, because we interviewed Deborah Wilson on the podcast, and so I was like, Brad, Ooh, you just we just have to watch some of these yeah, and yeah. and cr- clips because I yeah. just, I need we need to be able to talk about the end of it. Do you know? Okay, well now I'm getting derailed for a second. Do you know? <laughs> I already did it. I already did it. Do you know it. the bounty hunter? I forget her name. But she's like she's like either I think she's Australian. Do you know who I'm talking about? In the game. In Jedi Survivor. Yeah. Oh. Is no. that remember that picture I sent you? Yeah. I don't remember. The crazy thing. I just know the the higher public connections. There's a sphere. Yeah, yeah. For and sure. then also I'll, I'll, the I'll guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, I, we'll talk later. We'll talk later. Okay. <laughs> but basically, like there are spheres in that game that are like. They're all the case rats advice. All of them? I mean, <laughs> I mean, but like, it's, they're, they're, you have to like use the force to move them and you throw them into like ports that open up doors and like, they're, they're they okay. have like properties of like force okay, properties. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, because I love the Balm of the Luminous and because I love Bendu. Mm. Yeah. This is my brand. It is. Right. This is my brand. Right. This, this, this device. So... I never knew this existed. Welcome to the club. 
I recall standing outside, oh, either Isaac. waiting to see Min Yoongi in concert or Mamamoo. <laughs> I don't even remember now which and one. Was I talking about drop? the kids? And you were talking about the kids. Oh That's my gosh. And this is why we love to hang out. Though, That's wild. See the crazy <laughs> conversations that are had. That's so funny. Such as like. If Jimin were a Jedi, how would he experience the Force? Like, <laughs> that's so funny. That what a good question. That Let's talk about question. it. For that an is hour. A, hold on, hold on. Wait, actually, <laughs> hold on. Park Jimin. Did you make that up just now? Just off the top of my head. That's crazy. But then I think Park Jimin would like um, see the Force as like silk and the movement of silk. Canon. <laughs> Jimin. Yes, and I and I say that because he's a uh, uh, con- guys. We're just this is this contemporary. It's okay. Dancer, we're yeah. in a we're in a safe we're, <laughs> contemporary dancer. Um, yeah, and good right? as silks as we found out. Right. I also. just I just feel like something luxurious, something mm, that that feels mm. it has movement to it that mm-hmm. he could. I was gonna say move movement. through. Yeah. yeah. Good call. Good call. I like it. Anyway, this has been this has been not talking well, about Light of the Jedi. So um, much. Anyway, we love Kevin Scott. Is I guess the point we were getting <laughs> yes, to let's come um, back. all the way back around. Um, you'll yeah, um, okay, pain and wait. suffering is what awaits you in um, <laughs> Rising Storm, and you will be traumatized forever. Awesome! No! Can't wait. I'm I gonna be traumatized. I'm gonna um, download the audiobook for my flights yeah. to and from San Diego next yeah. week. So yeah, I mean it's called Rising Wait, Storm. Like, what were you expecting? You're going, you're going to San Diego next week. I'm going to Southern California next week, Are but you? not to San Diego. Are we on the same flight? Probably. I'm leaving on the 18th. Oh, it's a Tuesday. So am I. <gasps> for real? Yeah. What, what airplane? What airport Wait. are you flying to? What airport? Yeah, San Diego. Oh, okay. I'm flying to Santa Ana. John, we might be at the airport at the same time. In the morning? I don't know. I don't remember. Okay, we should. Oh, no. You know what? It's not. Oh. It's in the afternoon oh. because it conflicts with the hypen pre-sale. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, Nikki is really important. Nikki is so important. <laughs> anyway. Okay. I'm so sorry, everyone. I can, Colin's uh, like, and I'm and I'm getting in the car and Colin's you're driving home. actually this? This hitting, hitting himself in the head with his bottle. Give it. Yeah. No All more, right. no oh, more no, of okay, that. Okay, okay, okay. Let's, can we just... If if I had to pick a favorite thing yeah. in this book, I think I've already alluded to it. The hyperspace insanity mm. in this book. I can't I can't tell you how much this has affected me. Like, look, I have a, like a whole big thing. Written. Many all caps. Please know that they're not bullet points; they are paragraphs and <laughs> all caps. Okay, Santacas. Yes, this is so perfect in every way. That it's the Santecas. And I, 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 sometimes, sometimes when they try to over explain things from the sequel trilogy films, right. it is very eye rolly. Yeah. Um, but this, this little nugget, this, this little thing with the Santecas, it's not even a little thing, it's a huge thing. I'm obsessed. Um, they are hyperspace prospectors. <laughs> yeah and i'll just i actually wrote i typed out a quote because this it's, was it's the serious quote that blew my mind velis shook his head he's a he's a santeca everybody velis shook his everybody. head hyperspace is not like real space once a ship or anything else enters it there's no way to encounter anything you're in a bubble of space time <laughs> that nothing else can interact with 
because each lane is, as far as we can tell, its own distinct plane of existence? Yeah. <laughs> I I think I read that passage three times. Really? Dude. Because I, I was I so... <laughs> He's like, and I do not care. <laughs> you yeah. of all people. I'm joking. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. Really? Yeah, yeah. And you're like, and, and where are the lightsabers? Uh, where's the finding? Like, where are the space battles? String theory, mini For worlds. Sure. You're right. You of all people mm. should be all over this. I thought it was dope. So, um, so we could, we could say Einstein might exist in this universe. This is Einstein <laughs> talk. Why would they be talking like this? This just means that Space yeah, Einstein. that the Star Trek universe exists in yes. the unknown regions of the the Star Wars universe. It could very possibly be, and the Purgle, yeah, which everybody thought was a waste of time and energy when it first when that episode first aired fake um <laughs> those reactions um interdimensional beings yeah <laughs> uh, silence from the crowd I mean, like uh, yeah that's what they are yeah there's no question yeah because yeah. they can just do this on yeah. their own uh-huh it's insane i don't i can't Yes, just I want to I want like a technical manual, please. I want more <laughs> about. OK, so here's so I got great news for you. Um, phase two great of news. the higher public takes yeah. us 150 years before the book you read just now. And so what are they doing before? Yeah. So so the books that I talked about, you know, last night with with Brad, like those books have nothing. I mean, they obviously do have things to do with the books you're reading this. now. But yeah, I actually didn't so we're this. doing it. We're doing a, a prequel trilogy with you. Because I just assumed we're progressing in time with phase we, one, phase two, phase three. We all assumed that too. That's and, wild. And then they were like, and we're going even further back. So what you get in phase two, which I would, you know, like I think when we started phase two, I was like, oh, you if you're just like if you're reading towards the accolade, you can skip phase two um, and not in a dig to phase two. But like if you have a goal for your reading. But now that I have read the two YA books specifically, you might want to read phase two um, the, the YA books, at least, um, because it they're not dealing with the hyperspace prospecting as much, which is a kind of point in phase two for sure. Um, you are dealing with the, you're dealing with religious cults in phase two. Mm, you see. He's just going to exclaim nonsense while Sarah's explaining to us. Um, okay. But you get, you get hyperspace prospecting, which uh, oh. in some of the middle grade, I think it's the middle grade ones, they actually are giving you not quite the manual, but some insight into the hyperspace prospecting teams, the way that Ooh. the lanes are set up. Um, there we go. The capitalism around hyperspace yeah. prospecting with, okay, was a thing. with the Santecas and the graphs. Okay, because I have a theory. Uh, yeah. I have a theory. Uh, yeah. That revolves okay. around. Let's do it. Let's go. Mari mm. Santeca. What? Can I say something really quick? It's, it's, a, it's a personal anecdote. No. <laughs> <laughs> about hyperspace travel? About, yeah, about this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's on topic. All right, all right, all right. When I was reading about this, mm -hmm. I literally envisioned in my mind mm -hmm. a prospector like with a pickaxe, just, <laughs> just like hitting space I and just like creating just, roads. I probably just flipped, you did. but that is so funny. 
Like just a guy floating in space, just hitting space. That's what I imagined. Wearing a hat. That's so funny. Like and um, like Buck to uh, like from Toy big, Story. Big Thunder Mountain. Oh, oh I was yeah. Big Thunder Mountain. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. Toy Story also. Yeah. What's that? I love that. I love both of those. I love both that of those a lot. That is hilarious, though. What's his name? <laughs> oh, uh, it's Pete something. Oh yeah, Stinky Pete. Stinky Pete. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> AKA Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry. So, okay. So Mari Santaka. Yeah. First of all, um, have you seen Battlestar Galactica? I haven't. I'm sorry. I <laughs> knew you were gonna say that. I don't know how. <laughs> but it. I knew you were gonna say you haven't seen it. You know where my my gaps are. You know. I have the entire series on um, Blu-ray or DVD. I can't remember ah, which. Ah. So worth your time. Okay. So worth your time. It's so freaking good, Sarah. Okay. But in BSG, there is this character called the hybrid. And she is like, I think it's a she. Um, yeah. She's like the, like halfway between being, you know what Cylons are, probably just from like being in the world no no um oh man this is crazy <laughs> they are they are well they used to like be full-on i will full-on robots in my mind evil mm. robots okay okay but then they evolve okay. into looking just like humans so this hybrid is kind of half and half like they're like borg borg ish but her job yeah, kind of yeah her job is to run their starships mm. But also, one of her major jobs is to plot, they call it jumping, which is basically hyperspace travel. Right. But that's her job. She calculates That's exactly literally what it is. Mm -hmm. So, literally, Mari Santeca is the friggin' hybrid from, mm -hmm. from, other than the fact that Mari is fully human, I would assume, and not, and not. Asylum. Asylum. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, here's my theory. Yeah. I wrote down, what is her deal? <laughs> That's the theory. That's the theory. Um, what, is <laughs> what is her deal? It's my game Force theory. sensitive. That's my theory. Mm -hmm. Force sensitive. Because, okay, um, I'm sure you remember this, and I've already brought it up to Colin, but um, Charles Sewell's take on the Force uh, when Marie Claire Gould interviewed him. Oh, my being gosh. Being a curse upon anyone who has the force oh, and how that broke right. my heart right i hate that take i'm sorry i hate it i've hated it ever it, it haunts me i hate it right however mari santeca santeca if she's force sensitive completely reframes him saying that because mm. if that's the case for her most definitely certainly an absolute curse because this poor woman right um she has like, been tortured her entire life basically yeah, yeah. but i'm assuming her, well i think it says in the book specifically she started doing this mapping or finding the paths when she was six yeah. and she was still with her family and then at some point she got kidnapped by the rose and now she's just been like doing this for a hundred years or whatever hundred well for them longer than 100 years longer than 100 years the time so, brad and i were talking about this the timeline anywhere from 100 to like 145 years okay so uh, so also you just brought up how like capitalism yeah does 
is is the Jedi's rule about taking children to be to the temple when they are babies, basically, stem from the fact that they are scared because of Mari Santeca, possibly, that force sensitivity can be twisted and abused and used for profit. That's my theory. What do you think about that? <laughs> Just to find my feelings. Just to my feelings. No, I, I think that you need to read phase two. Okay. I think you would find phase two very compelling. Okay. Uh, the YA books specifically and the story that they tell with the path of the open hand. Okay. Um, Oh, I've heard of that. I, 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 people mention that. I think that you, I would love to circle back to this theory if you read that, because I, because I think that, I think that, I don't know. I don't know, but I think that you're on to a couple of things here. And like one of those being the, the way that the Jedi over time, we know how they are in this book. Right. Yeah. And there's a certain amount of, um, I don't want to say like f- maybe freedom's not the right, quite the right word, but, but a freedom of sorts. Um, I, have you learned about Wayseekers yet in, in these books? Not yet. No. Okay. So I don't feel like it's a spoiler to say oh, that. Wayseekers like, as in? Wayseekers as in Jedi who are not. Skywalker? Aren't those called Wayseekers? That's Wayfinders. Oh, my bad. Is it confusing? Okay. Absolutely. That's very confusing. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, so way seekers, and the, I don't think it's a spoiler to say this, but there, people who uh, take essentially a leave of absence from the order, but they're not mm. renouncing the Jedi way. So they can find their way back. They, you know, they can leave for as ever long as they like, and then they can return when they would like to return. Um, like there's, we talk about this a lot in Into the Dark, but there's because uh, you meet a character. Um, who is a way seeker, but there's one was like, and they became a minor pop star, like on Alderaan. And so like, you can kind of just go on whatever force journey you need to go on. So there's that sort of freedom mm-hmm. to think for yourself and kind of go take a, an, a detour if you need to take a detour and come back. By the time we get to the prequels, we don't have that. Right. No, no, no. It's way more rigid. Um, and I, th- I definitely think you're onto something with the restriction of the Jedi over time. Because also here, this whole initiative being what do the Jedi fear, what scares the Jedi, who there are there are characters that are alive in this story that are also alive in the time of the prequels mm-hmm. who may be a driving force of restriction. Right. Because like they were there. Yoda. Yoda, perhaps. 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 Yeah. Um, a character who sees the horrors of this time period that our characters go through and reacts to that mm-hmm. in a way that has no, that long lasting consequences. Um, and he's not the only one that like sticks around for, for a long period of time. So um, yeah, I think you're there. I also think that like the exploitation of the force and the exploitation of space. I mean, we're talking colonialism, capitalism, like these themes are all really present in these books too. Mm-hmm. The Santecas and the graphs. Um, what, what guys, what characters um, they're very interesting uh, and in phase two as well, there's this thing that they do 150 years later called the hyperspace chase, which is literally a prospecting race 
that will make money for gold rush literally yes that will make money for the graphs and the santecas specifically you have to like you more or less ally yourselves with one of the two camps in order to prospect new hyperspace lanes Mm. so okay yeah it sounds like phase two is going to be uh i will say that that westward expansion that is that is in a middle grade book so it's it's pretty it's pretty low-key but like you know you can when we talked about that book i brought up the bible so we were talking about biblical stories in there you can uh book talk is fun (laughs) you can do whatever (laughs) you want what's the one that you said there are like religious cults so you're gonna want to read path of deceit and then path of vengeance Okay. And that's phase two. That's phase two. All right. So we just started phase one. Okay. Uh, so. You can start reading those ones if you really want to after Rising Storm, I think. Okay. Um, right that's now, my jam. Right now, you're on the Titanic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I feel, oh, no. I, I can tell. Say that. I can tell I'm on the Titanic. You're on the like Titanic. That. Absolutely. And there may or may not. And by the Titanic, I mean you're on the Starlight Beacon. Yeah, okay, yeah, like yeah. Oh no, yeah, for sure. Oh, oh no. yeah. Oh, I got a lot to say about that thing's going I down. I thought that was going to happen in this book. I'm waiting. You know that that was like another thing that I remember. I was like, is it going to happen at the end of this book? Is it going to happen at the end of Phase One? Is it going to happen at the end of Phase Three? How long do we have yeah. this thing? Um. So, um. Yeah. Well, just just to close out, Santeca talk. Santeca talk. Um. <laughs> That's good. So the Santecas that we meet. Right. In this book, besides Mari, are Marlo Santeca and his husband, Velas. Mm-hmm. Do they say specifically how they are related to Mari? Do you know? I don't believe so. Because I couldn't find, I couldn't find all the, that whole scene, by the way. Chapters 22 and 23 <laughs> of this book. <laughs> First the of Naboo. all, I am ashamed. I must have. Missed the Naboo reference. I must have been audiobooking mm. when I and when I first came across that chapter because it did not sink in that this it was a, both on Naboo and the fact that they're literally talking about Padme's Island I didn't that did not sink in until I like a couple of days ago when I was looking up quotes and things and I was like well what 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 did I doze off while I was listening to that chapter because it's right there. It says in the chapter heading, it's Naboo, first of right, all. Right, right. And, they're ma- <laughs> you know, they make a very clear point that they are extremely wealthy. Yeah. The Santecas. Yes. And um, then at the end of, well, during during the scene, it's Avar Chris and Elzar Mann trying to find, what are they trying to find out at that point? They're trying to find out... Oh, I forgot. I'm focused so much on her, like her pining over Elzar that I've, right. I've lost the but plot. I literally, <laughs> I think they're trying to figure out if the they, trajectories. Yes, if they can figure out the trajectories of the emergences, and um, they tell the Santecas what happened during the great disaster, right. and the Santecas are like impossible <laughs> no way that can't happen are, are, you, are you absolutely certain a collision is impossible velis and and elzar and avar are talking in their minds to each other and he's like they're lying yes they're lying i want to do the mind can i do the mind track and she's like no no don't do it don't do it he's like fine they're flirting yeah oh my god so much flirting they're flirting there's so they're much flirting. flirting and she's also just like I could be, I, I could stand companionably next to him forever. Oh, like, and and oh, I'm I, like, oh, I, girl, you oh. are down so bad. <laughs> um, and like, and like, give me the pining. I know. It's so good. It's delicious. 
Um, but the quote I actually wrote down in my notes is not about them. It it was the quote where um, that really like got me interested even more. Uh, the sun sparkled off the wavelets on the lake and both men being the two Santecas thought about the history of their clan and where their great wealth had truly come from and the great tragedy at its heart. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. So is that phase two? Do you know things about that great tragedy? <laughs> Do you know things? Great tragedy at its heart. Um, because they suspect that it's Mari, but they're not like she can't still be alive. There's no way, and that's what they oh. the Jedi sense they're lying about oh. is that they know I, what it could be and they're not saying it. I feel like they took advantage of her. For a really long time. That's how they found the hyperspace lands. And that's how yeah, they got I rich. Mean, they made, she was working on this when she was six. But, um, but yeah, yeah. And if she's also force sensitive. I could be wrong though. I need you to read like four more books. Okay. In well, the next we will. literally 10 seconds. Um, <laughs> because. I wish I could. I it's wish not, it it's not like, it's, it's not like we have an answer for okay. this specifically, but. As of yesterday, Brad and I have some like really strong theories okay. about things. Okay. Um, it's there are compelling threads. Okay. That make us wonder when we're going to actually get answers on this because we need to know because between the Santecas, right, the Rose, mm -hmm. and the Jedi, mm -hmm. something went down. Yes, something. I can. I went can, down. Things have gone down. Yeah. Things so things continue to go down. Um, should we talk about Marshawn Row now? Should we just jump mm -hmm. straight to Marshawn Row? We can we can jump to Marshawn um, Row now. All I can think about is that <laughs> throne picture you showed me. But um, I mean, biceps. So you know, dude's ripped, but he's ripped. You know how I'm like. If there's a character name, I will find some sort of deeper meaning to it. If oh, possible. let's hear it. So a. This is how I know my love is doomed. Avar Chris. She's yeah. perfect. Okay. Yeah, well, literally. Yes. yes. Um, and Chris Christ. Right. Martian Rowe. Yeah. The Cairo. Just saying. Just saying. I ship it. <laughs> oh, I did not see that coming. Yeah, just saying. That's so I did bold not of you. See that it's coming. bold of me already. I know because we really there hasn't really been any any. Over, but you've learned your mistakes. Over mess of <laughs> a man, Elzar man. Oh yeah, yeah. I think Avar Chris is the High Republic version of Bo-Katan, and I'm just going to ship her with everyone. You know, I support that. I'm an equal opportunity shipper. I'll ship anybody with anybody. Me too. Me and too. I'm I'm not like, ew, your ship. I'm like, I don't care. That sounds fun. Go for it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm I'm I gonna like I am gonna I haven't looked because we're, fun. we're having AO3 issues as I'm sure you will oh know. Oh my god, I literally opened up a fic and I was like reading and then like <laughs> 24 hours later it went down and I was like this is my what fault. What are we talking about right now? I, hey, I was like this? I read some wild stuff and this is my fault. <laughs> Archive of AO3? our AO3 is archive of our own, and it is the largest fanfic database oh, 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 okay, in the world. Okay, okay. okay. I and it genuinely has, did not know that that existed. It has. It's the place to be. Ceased, <laughs> ceased to be for now. Like they're having major. Oh really? Technological. Oh no! Meltdown. Yeah. Yeah. They're they it's have like the a, IMSLP. They're of fan having fictions. a they're having a targeted attack of some sort. Are seems. you serious? What the heck? Yeah. Although it's not. It, Rumors flying, not perhaps 
100% clear on. Yeah, I don't those I don't, I don't understand any issue. of that stuff. All I know is it's down. Yeah. And people are not happy. And and and, yeah. and and I think it's a bad thing that it's down, but I also have I had a really I had to joke on myself and I'm like this is my fault. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I opened up AO3 for the first time in a long time and I read something really ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> my guess is there are there are Avar Chris Martian Rowe. Well, got ah, there's got there's got to be. Be. be at least like four yeah okay well we'll we'll fingers crossed ao3 comes back bigger and better than ever so i can i can test well, that theory and see i mean you might you might be delighted to know i mean you're you haven't quite gotten there so it's, it's kind of spoiler kind of not but like the higher public does fuck so like <laughs> <laughs> well and he's like, I am editing that out of the podcast right now. Um, no, I need to know these things because yeah. stop teasing me. Some there better be some like actual confirmation that something goes on between these people because this is a, if this is nothing but just like un- unfulfilled angst constantly, then yeah. I am going to get irritated. Like, yeah, at least hold same, a hand. Same. I'm not. I don't. I'm not even dumb enough to wish for Kithith anymore, because I just don't think Kithith are ever going to happen in Star Wars ever again. That's just how I say it, bro. This is how I say it. But I'm just. But please, something. Yes. Hey, read on. Read on. Okay. Yay! I'm so happy. Are there more space battles in these? (laughs) They actually get rid of those. (laughs) No more space battles. No. When I tell you, when I tell you, the rising storm has like. So much battle that I, I in fact, like got a little lost in the battle. Let's go. Like, it's, it's got a lot of battle in it. It's it's good. Okay. It's a really good. It's okay. Specifically, space battle. Not not quite. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But uh, I mean, I'll do. I'll make yeah. it. There's okay. a lot. There's a lot going on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In the rising yeah, storm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 But our main battle, you know, covers land and air. You know. For sure. Right. All right. So when I first heard, right, that the big bads of this whole endeavor are space vikings Mm. i cannot say that i was at all interested in that i really was like how is that who are you challenge then you saw the biceps for the Uh, just now the jedi (laughs) makes sense (laughs) at their at the height of their power and Mm -mm. like shininess and beautifulness how are a bunch of space vikings going to be a problem Mm -hmm. that doesn't make any sense to me well, because they have a force sensitive um, person in, in an old lady. That's how. I mean, <laughs> right. I, I was kind of, my instincts were right on that it, they couldn't just be a, a, that big of a challenge. But, but Marcian Rowe, fascinating mm, guy. Mm-hmm. Do you like, are oh, you yes. into him as a villain? Oh, yeah, dude. Um, I like how unpredictable he is. He's so unpredictable Mm -hmm. i am ashamed that i did not think that the whole thing was a setup of course it's a setup of course it's a setup it has Mm. to be a setup Mm -hmm. because everything worked out way too perfectly right you know i also like that this is something that's really well done in this book i think introspection is done really well in this book i think that that whole like pov thing yeah i I think that that's really good it got me i didn't and with the villains see it coming that's new yeah mm. that was brand new mm. for star wars you know I'm, I'm so used to like i'm so used to being inside the good characters and outside the bad characters you really should read the thrawn books you really should i love thrawn, i think you so. would love i love them have you read the new ones 
no. Okay. No. But but I mean, he does. I, there's no reason why you shouldn't read those. You. I'm love trying. That to, I'm trying to think yeah. about which Thrawn books you would like the most if he went for a Thrawn book. Dog, if it's got Thrawn in it. Well, one of them is good. told from a first person point of view, and oh. one of them is not. One of the series is, and one of them is not. Um, and they give you something different. Each of them does. I really like the Chiss Ascendancy one because you're getting a, a lot of the politics. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's cool. And but like the the ones with Eli Vanto, who Legend King. Um, <laughs> he he's like he like becomes like Thrawn's sidekick guy. Uh, oh, and he's really interesting and he's totally different from Thrawn. But um, you get Thrawn being like their eyebrow moved up a fourth of a centimeter and I knew <laughs> that they were lying, you know, like, uh, so for me, like the outside of the first person point of view, when we're getting a little bit more of how the characters perceive Thrawn was really speaking to me. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah. Arlani. Well, sidebar. Sorry. We will do a, <laughs> always here for a good we sidebar. We will do a late oh, yeah. and lazy Thrawn. Yeah. There's so it's many. Not, it, there's six, we gotta work right? on this, though. There's six, right? There's six books. Well, there's three separate series. The Legends series that came out in the 90s. Then there's yeah. the Thrawn series, which is Thrawn, Thrawn Treason, and Thrawn something or other. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Treason is the second one or the third one, but they're those. And then... Oh, God, there's nine? Yeah, but they're three different series, and they're not necessarily... You don't. You can read them all independently. Because oh, okay. the Legends one is Legends, and then the two are canon, but they're t- they exist mostly separately from okay. one another. Have you read every book? No. Huh. There are maybe like 15 total in canon that I haven't read. Maybe oh, that's wow. Maybe that's an overestimation. There is a book that I read. Do you remember this? We went to the bookstore one time a long you guys time have, ago. You went to a bookstore? Yeah. <laughs> I actually the, used to take him to the bookstore. I loved books. Quite but the, often. But the way that he said, we went to a bookstore once. In the library. But it was a long time ago. It's been and long. it was a library that I don't think exists, or a bookstore. That, it was a bookstore. It uh-huh. went by a bookstore. Where? It was in Crystal Lake. It was downtown Crystal Lake. Okay, that was a secondhand bookstore, probably. It was. Was it a mess? Yeah. Yeah, it was a secondhand there bookstore. There was a Star Wars book there uh-huh. about Django Fett. Uh-huh. That I read. You did? Yes. At what age? I, do, I had to have been like... I, I had to have been younger than 12. All right. I know what book you're talking about. I'm really? Sure. <laughs> it's a smaller one. It's, it's like it's thinner. A, it's a, like a chapter book. Yes. Yeah. I, that was I my know. first exposure to like Star Wars presented in text. Yeah. So... Yeah. It's pretty good. You can go uh, to Half Price Books and probably find that book now if you wanted to yeah. live all It was really days. old. It was so old. It seemed it was just yellowed page, like so yellowed. Well, those are like but, three dollars to begin with, so they print yeah. them on really cheap ass paper, you know. Like, For sure, yeah, I guess. But um, it's just crazy. It's been like so long. Yeah, it well, felt good. It felt I, good. I love Star Wars books. In case you didn't know, I highly recommend them. <laughs> it generally, uh, because they they give you they give you a point of view that the movies can't. Exactly. Right? Yeah, that's why. You know, that's, that's yeah. I thought, like I said, I thought the perspective play right. was very good. Yeah. Um. Well, regarding it's everyone, but especially, yeah, especially being able to, and not just him. I like being able to think, I like when like the Tempests got their own time. That was all very, very, very interesting. I don't remember a single one of their names. What? But yeah, you do. No, you I don't. Did. I don't remember who's alive at this point. Lorna D. Oh, Queen Lorna D. Lorna D's cool. Who Lorna names D is her cool. ship after herself. Like, yeah, I the, do the love Lorna D. Dog, she's standing okay. now. I'm standing. <laughs> Lorna D, you guys, you guys. Lorna D is so cool and so scary. And like, wow, step on me, Lorna D. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
she's what she you guys cool. need to know there's an audio drama and it's written by cabin and it's called tempest runner and it's lorna d oh and it's good it's <laughs> it's uh, it's my favorite of his and it's wow. my favorite of the audio dramas that i've listened to all okay of noted um it won the production is insane uh the production the production is like as in like audio production? as in like as in like audio production oh my god um it's so good yeah there's one moment where like early on it's you know it's like stories within stories and it like melds back into the story and you're like in the bar scene and then you're not in the bar scene you're like (gasps) (laughs) i mean i'm there amazing Amazing. um but no lorna d is so cool um is pan ada alive at this time pan ada the only one that dies in this book is it's kavar the, the absolute Kavar? Lunatic one. Kavar. You, you know, that's they're wrong. all they're all absolute lunatics. Well, he he Lorna- was the main lunatic in this one mm. that was like, we're gonna break away. And um Kavar. then Marshan Ro just literally sets him up to Kavir? on a suicide mission, as it turns out. Right. Kasav, Kasav. Kasav, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're really they're oh, we we made a whole table yeah i saw tempest runners the species this is why to the strikes to the clouds (laughs) to storms when i say this doc google doc saved my life last night i'm not joking because i didn't even realize they were all those different species like i didn't even know i didn't even know i missed all of that um okay true or false False. in your opinion (laughs) in your opinion yeah uh Martian Rowe seems to understand the fundamental flaws of the Jedi Order. True or false? <laughs> Without giving anything away. <laughs> Checks notes. And spoiling me. Checks um, notes. I just feel like he has their number. Yeah. He has their number. Yeah. He knows... Like he, finger on the pulse. He's in, in it for words. revenge and redemption. That's literally in the book. Yep. And I'm dying to know why. Like I'm right. dying to know what the history is and the and the light stick. Mm. The, purple the purple light stick. The purple. Yeah. <laughs> it's freaking light it's, stick. It's actually it not. It's, it's, a, it's actually do, Bluetooth. Um, <laughs> can I be honest? Does it sync? I, I gotta be yes. honest. <laughs> I gotta be honest because I'm trying to like imagine like what everything looks like in my head. Right. Yeah. And I imagined that it looked like a BTS. <laughs> Why? You know, I gotta so tell I. you. No way, bro. Yeah, I really, I, I really stick. don't think it looks all that. I don't know if we have any um, rod of rod of what? What's it called in this one? Oh shoot! There's no name. No, they. I don't think it has a name. There's no okay. name. Then I won't tell you what the name is. Yeah, don't don't do look it, at yeah, the computer. Yeah, that's spoilers. That's spoilers. It just said. Um, it just says this thing was almost as fully to blame for what happened to his ancestors as the Jedi. What? <laughs> She's just smiling at me. Yeah. She's just smiling at me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. All right, that's spoilers. I'm not reading that. No. It, it's no literally way. light stick. It's I'm just it's that's it's a... it's the dreamcatcher light stick. Yeah, it is. Actually. Um, but with just like a bigger, you know, uh-huh. thing, but it's the dreamcatcher light stick. I'll show you the light stick later. It it like the BTS light stick. But it's for a band called Dreamcatcher. Oh, okay. yeah, and you can stick. actually like add on additions to it so it becomes more like a staff than like a little light stick 
Really? It comes in a coffin too. Do it's I need to? So it's do so I need cool. to stand Dreamcatcher Honestly, just because literally, of their literally yes. Um, <laughs> I have not listened to a single. Me neither. But who cares? But look at look, I mean, you have to see how cool this is, guys. <laughs> For those who don't look, know. it literally For like, it literally explain. comes in a coffin and it has th- two attachments, so you can make it you can make it longer. <laughs> that it's is customizable. That is wild. Isn't it cool? Um, it's pretty cool. <laughs> in, in in if you're not familiar in K-pop, every group has a light stick, and that is literally what it is. You hold it, it lights up. You take it to concerts. They sync the light sticks. They turn colors. It's it's all good fun. As soon as I read the description of this thing that Marshawn Rowe was holding, seriously, that's what it is. It's even purple. I it's mean, like on. a light stick. If the light stick could also choose the set list. <laughs> Oh, see, this is amazing. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Can you explain the rod in K-pop terms? Can I what? You know, how, you know how the people be like on Twitter be like, "Can you explain it in, in Taylor Swift terms?" Yeah, or like, yeah, "Can yeah. you explain it in uh, video game terms?" Can you explain Star Wars in K-pop? Terms? <laughs> I definitely. Uh, yeah, can. you definitely could. Do we that. just did. Well, Martian Rowe is an anti of the Jedi. <laughs> an oh anti of the Jedi. Dude, I don't even know and what any of this means. And he stole their light stick, and yeah, no. made it his own. Yeah, and yeah, and he's trying to say that <laughs> he's trying to start he, his own fandom. He's trying to say that he paved the way. <laughs> 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 okay, but first you, fan. you're avoiding my question. True or false? You're not asking me this question. Give it because to me. She knows give it to me one more time. Oh, yeah. I think. I think my answer is that I don't feel like I can confidently tell you one way or the other. Okay. Like I, of all the things that I remember most clearly, Martian is Mar- The details of Martian's plot specifically are not like what's most vivid to me in my mind as a memory. Okay. There's definitely. Uh, a legacy there there's definitely um daddy issues yes yes big time major daddy issues uh we love a villain with daddy issues that's right house. that's right and, and here's the thing asgar Row, the daddy in question <laughs> he cosplays his daddy at the end of this book yeah you know but like it but the generational the generational issues are definitely more generational than okay. just so it's so like the it's been a long time coming um martian's frustrations okay i think for the rose well he has definitely figured out that fear is their greatest fear yeah and um yeah he i have a quote here fear as their enemy absolutely convinced that oh he's talking about the jedi you're all absolutely convinced that every action you take is right and good and my family learned that to its cost long ago so that's why i was like he gets he gets that fear is how to play them yeah and he sees their he sees their flaws like you think you're just right. Could I interest you in the book about the religious cults? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm interested in this. I can't wait for those now. Very, very much so. Can't wait. You're going to have so many thoughts. Oh, <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, mm. Okay, we haven't even talked about Lena So or Starlight Beacon yet. This is crazy. Um, Lena So, political thoughts about Lena So and her well, it, endeavor. Well, like column. I said, no character development. 
That was something I really? could not You don't ignore. feel like there was no I, character no, development? No, there was not. She has two lions for pets, man. How is that character development? It just is. It's no, like it is metaphorical. not. metaphorical. Yes, it very much is. That is ridiculous. I disagree. First but all, I will say that I did like how she, like... How do I say this? I like I liked how like presidential she was. It was a very clear picture of a character. Like like it was very clear what her methods were and like what she was about. Which I think it's cool. Honestly, I didn't have a lot of thoughts about her at the end of the book. Really? Other than like I mean she presses she pushes agendas pretty hard. And and effectively. And effectively, yeah. And she's like a good palps. Exactly. You know? That was yeah. I was just gonna say. She's oh. like a good palps. You're like a good version of the worst person <laughs> yeah. I've ever met. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like kind of What I, I I love that she has these twin I mean, I forget what they're actually called. Me like, too. The, whatever the breed, you know, breed of animal is, but they're lions. They're space lions. And they're twins, a boy and a girl. Um and they just follow they flank her. Mhm. What a beast. What an entrance this woman must make <laughs> when she walks into a room with her twin red and blue, I think they are, or red Have and... you seen the art? Yes. Okay. Yes. Have you seen the art? No. Okay. Um, but here's the thing. Like it's not like she is trying to do what she's trying to do for money or power or or something Whoa. like that yeah, like cool. her intentions are good i think i oh, don't no, think she's doing way. it for capitalism i don't think she's being yeah. like we're gonna colonize these planets and we're gonna take advantage of everybody that lives there and that's like not the intent right the intent is really just my idea is the best idea, right? So why don't we just all get on board? Yeah. And just in case you want to get on board, we're going to build this good version of the Death Star and put it out by the Outer Rim because it's getting a little unwieldy out there. And I don't know what's going on. And we want to make sure that everything's okay and oh god, now there's these Nile. And see what I see what I was telling you about how this wild that we can't have that. So let's have some play, let's have the Starlight Beacon so that it's much easier for the Jedi and me to know what's going on. So we can just keep the peace. Right? This is how it's going at this point. Yeah, I, I would say more or less. I think, you know, this is definitely a conversation that like Brad and I had when we read the book too, which was like her intentions are fair. You know, her intentions are well and good. How's the impact going? How's the impact yeah. going? Maybe less, uh, less, um, less America vibe. America. Like, less, less of that. Maybe, maybe, I mean, just like maybe it's not going as well in her eye as it, uh, as she, like, as she as, thinks. Right, right, right. Um, because ultimately like the vision of the starlight beacon, the starlight beacon is acting as a communications beacon communications from the core to the outer rim are not as fast as within, you know, the core and within the mid rim. Right. So that's like an important technological advancement that the starlight beacon can bring. Um, 
all of the star all the, all the outer rim worlds are like independently governed um and this is always a, a a conversation in star wars is should the planets be able to maintain their own governments or should they all go to the yeah. The core, right? That becomes a huge part of the plot of Bloodline, but like Claudia Gray, the centrists um, versus the populace. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is like something that's always happening in Star Wars is like, how much do we interconnect ourselves? And w- where's the line between what is acceptable and what is this is colonialism yeah um so i find it i find it to be really interesting i do think i know people some people have said like oh lena so she's evil capital e evil and i'm like i i don't think she's capital e I, don't, evil. I don't see that at all um, no no but she but all of her initiatives may not be coming off in the way that she would hope them to be right, with right. people who maybe are not as keen to join um the republic's networked networks and 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 if you were ever like in doubt that this isn't gonna go well the literal structure of the starlight beacon the top being this shiny little miniature jedi temple beautiful gleaming gold thing and then underneath it is this like mechanation mechanized looking almost looks like a gear shift right very reminiscent of the cog the imperial cog if you want to Mm. say it's a it's like it's spicy it's it's like grungier underneath it's and like i said the first thing i thought when i and i saw a picture of this long ago i was like i am sure that they're drawing a parallel between Close this encounters. thing and the no and the and the death star like <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is the That's interesting this is the you know all good and holy version of the death star ish mm. like a like a juxtaposition i guess not sure a sure but um the design of it is fantastic yes like in that way because i love you know we love a metaphor of any sort <laughs> Um, so if that's what they were getting at, like, oh, look at this bright, shiny thing, but also underneath is this, like, machine-like, grungier-looking, dirtier, mm, seedier underbelly, perhaps, of what mm. is going to eventually take down the shiny, happy people. Did you look at pictures other than this one? Uh, yeah, there's concept art. There's all kinds of oh, concept yeah, art. Yeah, there's a couple. I'm like, how are you getting that from this? Um, <laughs> it's so small. But, you know, that's, uh, oh, oh, and then the fact that she's like, this one's going to go so well that we're going to be able to put them all over the place. So, right. So then it was like, okay, babe, slow your roll. You're like, I don't, I checked my uh, my map and my watch and I'm not here by the time we get to the prequels. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah um, something, yeah, you're getting a little overly ambitious, but the whole we are all the Republic. Yeah. Guys. It's a little much. Dude, yeah, it kept doing that. It's I'm a like, little Yo. much. <laughs> but I did love, I did love when Marcian Rowe flipped it to yeah. We Are All the Nile. That ride the storm. Yeah, ride the storm. <laughs> ride the storm. Um, guys, you know what I just realized right now? I literally have an Art of the High Republic Phase One book. Oh, we could be using for reference. Oh my gosh! You know what? I was gonna, I was gonna buy that book, and then I was like, nope. Because spoilers, probably, if I see the wrong thing. So, right. uh, but thanks for reminding can, me that I now need to buy it. If we need it, I can go around in the other room and grab it. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Oh um, my, guys, um, listener, 
this this room is mostly K-pop. We I don't have a lot of I don't really I have Star Wars like like no, items in here, but I don't have Star Wars stars. books in here. They're literally I have an entire bookshelf that's just my Star Wars books. Okay, okay, that's oh fair. Oh my goodness, um, it's a lot of it's, it's like literally an entire one of these. What top to bottom? That's crazy. <laughs> uh, so. Colin, I guess she didn't make an impression on him as much as she. Did I guess on me. not really. I didn't. I did not get that much out of that character. And I also was kind of like, for some reason, comparing her in my mind to Mon Mothma a little bit. Oh, that's valid. I kind of did that too, actually. Yeah. Their approaches, right? To right. You know, n- not not Andor Mon Mothma so much as right, Rebels right. Mon Mothma and post Rebels. Uh, anyway, I don't know why. Yeah, she's definitely good, though. She's definitely good, though. Mon Mothma? Oh, no. Oh, or Lena So. I think she's good because of all the stuff in the beginning of the book. She just, like, is cool with sending out, you know, people and going to help. Like, Again, I think her intentions are lean good. Right. Yeah. Uh, What is that chart? Like, um, the D&D the, chart? The, the, like, chaotic, neutral, yeah, chaotic, yeah, yeah. good, uh, yeah, lawful, yeah. good, true chaotic neutral. Chaotic, positive, perhaps? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, clearly there's going to be a problem. Because we know this is... Ne- it's going to... It's inevitable. Oh, there's going to be a problem. Sorry, not what am I saying? Chaotic, good, lawful, neutral. Yeah. You play D&D? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody knows the chart. I don't know. Um... It surprises me that there are people out there saying evil with a capital E. That's wild. I, know, I, that surprised, that. I will say that probably surprised me too when I when I heard that pop up because I was like, I see what they're saying mm-hmm. in a sense of like uh, what the Republic is doing is all colonialism and ultimately like colonialism isn't isn't evil and she's there's not enough space um, <laughs> pun um, mm-hmm. space in in her approaches for people to choose not to join or not to be a part of the initiative. And also maybe Marciana's right. Like, so there, there's like, it's a whole, it's a whole line of thinking that uh, I think is really compelling and interesting. I don't know if I there, agree with There that. are shades to the Nile party line that are true. You know, there are, there's, it's shades though. Right. Like obviously they can't be doing don't be doing what you're doing. Don't be don't be jumping your ships into beautiful Jedi ships. <laughs> that was please. sick. That was kind of maybe sick. do that again. Actually, that was kind of <laughs> sick. But also, just kidding. I mean, um, it was kind of it was kind of sick though. Let's just say this: Colin lives. What are you about to say, man? A space battle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was probably dimensions. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's good. One of there, the better space battles in my mind I think that I've so. ever seen. I think in my so. Mind. Guys, yeah. read the Alphabet Squadron trilogy. Mm. Please. That's, that's what it's about. I'm about that. See, so. I personally. That's what Star Wars is. You Flat would, out. You would love it because it's space battles and it's POV. Oh, my favorites. Yeah. No, that's cool. And what like, is it called? The Alphabet, Alphabet Squadron trilogy. Tr- I, I have heard really good things about it's, that. The mm. writing is pretty like dense and detailed but by the time you finish the first book you're like i know what makes this character tick i know what's about to make this character tick mm. i know how we're gonna make it out or we're not gonna make it out oh, oh. i would die for all of them i alexander, <laughs> alexander free is my hero for this one um oh yeah 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 
So just I'm here recommending you other books in our conversation about the one book and no, the, and the many books you have to read after this nah, book. So I'm just like going to add to either. the battle so list. It's just getting longer and yeah. longer. I was always afraid to open up this box. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's open. Welcome to the good life. It's just like, oh my God. Like I was so keen on keeping my little world <laughs> closed. Come on, and gotta, now it's open. Here's the thing. I got to tell you. It's better over here. Uh, I mean, if it's like this, like... And you have your two bachelor's degrees. So you're done with... Oh, yeah, I got time. You're done, you've got time. <laughs> oh, I got time. You've got more time. Still working on that capstone, though. I know you are. Oh, I'm still working on that capstone, though. Still working on it. Yeah, I can. Um, <laughs> Respect. And, uh, and, you know, I know you're going to get it right. If you heard if, the... Ver- have, hold, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Can I say something really quick? Yes. Have you heard the edit of your voice? Did I show you the edit with, like, the distortion that, like, cuts off? Did I ever show you that? <sighs> I think so, but I don't know for sure. Okay, it might have been a long time ago. Well, yeah, but you can hear it before we leave for sure because okay. I know he has it on there. I didn't bring my Pro Tools. Oh my god, it's okay. So dumb. Why not? Ne- next ah. time, next time, next time, next time. Oh, it's not, like, not Pro it's Tools. not like I'm never gonna see you again. It's, it's uh, yeah, cool. Okay. <laughs> right, right, right. What are you saying? But uh, okay, what it sounds more? good though. It sounds really thanks, good. Thanks, thanks. Yeah. Back on track. <laughs> Sarah worked really hard on that. She did. Sarah I, gets credit. She sounded amazing. Sarah was stressed too. I. If you go, oh yeah, you guys don't even know what I'm talking about. Basically, for my capstone project, Sarah came in and served as, acted as. Uh, I don't think she has a name. And you absolutely roasted the overhead me. announcer. Oh come at on! At the hot, uh, I was, I was in you the elements. Like, you were like Sarah. You read you, it like you're reading a book. I did say that. And I'm like, Colin. <laughs> I apologize. Hey, Colin, 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 this you're asking me to do a monotonous um over the intercom announcement character. What am I supposed to do? True. And then we got the perfect take. It's true. So <laughs> I push my actors to the limit. No, I'm just kidding. But no, it sounds great. It really turned oh it God. sounds exactly like the original. You know, so. I've always said that I'm just like an actor, you know? Um I mean, give me give me the E, the G, the O, and the T of the E got. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I mean, I think no, it's just I've always I mean vocalists in general. They know what it's like to like act, you know, and mm-hmm. like portray, you know, project. But I'm sorry if that hurt your feelings. I really didn't mean to. <laughs> I, I honestly was just I trying to get it in stuck get with out. me. Oh my god! No, it's good. It's fine. If you remember that, that's concerning. No, no I, 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 I remember it because I found I was like, wow, you really just roasted me <laughs> so, just no, so bad. But, but I don't say that in a mean way. I say Sorry. it in like a friendly way because it was like, wow, you really just got me. Okay, okay <laughs> and you're okay. right. I um, mean, yeah, people be too happy sometimes. You owe her uh, a pizza of some sort. I'm thinking <laughs> something make to happen. make up for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I really want to know, and this is going to sound like, I mean, like literally the most random thought, but I haven't had the opportunity up until this point, what brand of chair they use in that one room because I want to oh, buy one. Yeah. <laughs> no, those chairs are great. I want to buy one, literally. I don't know the brand. I could ask people. You're going to have to ask somebody because th- this chair that I've been sitting in and that I, I've moved out of, I hate it. I mean, yeah. we reupholstered it in 2020 or 2021 because it was falling apart, but I would refuse to get rid of it. And then I bought another chair and the bad chair was bad. I'm really sorry, listener, that you have to hear my, my chair, chair tangent. He's probably nah, going to cut this out. Nah, this is um, but like, my, my chair really is important. also bad. It's degraded at this point. But, I, the, but the chair, the chair in so the studio comfy. were so Oof. nice. Yeah. yeah. You're talking about the one like at the board? Or the ones well, in the back of the room. Well, or no, it was the one that they you were, could do this in, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think it was the same as the, the chair that you had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. So, anyway. I'll let chairs. you know. The you chair know, plug. We, I'm the chair we, plug now. We, 
we uh i guess we talk about lots of things here in the end of and they're like wow i regret this i don't regret it but while <laughs> while they're trying to uh, while they're having chair talk i am um Whatever, man. looking up how elzar and avar were drowning in each other's eyes momentarily <laughs> oh, in the epilogue holding. um oh, oh, and that oh, was oh, amazing no it was so good oh, um, i suffer i suffer i know the look she gave him was like that sea he found inside himself the force deep and endless and impossible to fully comprehend you could drown in it we are jedi he said <laughs> we are she I'm replied i'm flustered she looked away and let go of his hand, and he was no longer drowning, but perhaps some part of him wished he was. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we got to actually and then, have And then that. a few sentences later, he wondered what she thought of the look he was giving her just then, if she might be drowning a bit, too. Oh, my God. The yeah, that was really good writing. The angst. The mutual pining. Yeah. It was good. That was good writing. The whole epilogue was really good. Oh. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Yes. While you were talking about chairs um was that in the epilogue elzar's yeah, yeah elzar's yeah. vision let's just let's just oh end my on that. god i'll just just read it because it's real upsetting elzar yeah. has a has a vision at the very end of the book so weird we end the book it's so odd with fear I'm it's so literally confused. it doesn't get any better than this guys this is this awful, is, it gets worse the force <laughs> seized his mind awful visions flashed before his eyes things he could not understand cast in a sickly purple light light stick oh i have something i need to jedi say. many he knew friends and colleagues horribly mutilated fighting battles they could not win against awful things that lived in the dark things that lived in the deep the jedi who those who survived were fleeing not retreating but fleeing the vision spiked into his mind the force screamed some sort of warning or prophecy at him shearing through his consciousness and they would not stop. Elzar fell to his knees, blood dripping from his nose. This did not feel like an unknowable, avoidable vision of the future. This felt inevitable, certain. Okay. I made a connection. Let's go. So the purple thing. Besides yeah. the light stick. Uh, do you know the scarecrow from the Batman? From Batman? Do you know what he does? Do you know what he does in the story? No, I do not. He like releases a So the scarecrow's thing is that he uses fear to. Oh, yeah. I did know that. I have seen that movie. Yeah. I forgot about it. Yeah. Oh, that's um, Killian Murphy, isn't it? Yes. But Everyone? what I'm thinking is what if that purple thing is like the pumpkin things that he uses that like have fear gas in it and like he throws it and it like freaks out like the people who are affected by it. It's gas. What if it's like that purple thing is like a cylinder of some kind? And he like, I don't know what it does, but what if it like creates like a cloud of fear? That he was trying to weaponize against. And he used it on him. Or something. Like it was that. used on his family. Or or, or, um... or he used it on Loden. And he was feeling what Loden was feeling through the force. Or something. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Interesting. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm watching tennis. <laughs> this, <laughs> this these are, these uh, things so just this came This is so good. Am I right? I Tell can't say right. I can't say one way or the other. I don't want to spoil anything for you. Well, I'm telling you. The, la the very last couple of lines in the book, 
The worst was not the chaos, the battles, the pain, the unknown monstrous horrors surging out of the dark. It was what he had seen on the face of every single Jedi the Force had showed him, the greatest enemy of all, fear. Thanks a lot, Charles Sewell. Can I read you the first line of The Rising Storm? (gasps) Do, please. Oh, interesting. Prologue. Ashla, the moons of Tython. Oh! Excuse me? That's wild. Do you know? Do you know how much I freaking love that planet? (laughs) Well, welcome. Are you freaking kidding me? Keep going. I couldn't make that up if I wanted to. But here's 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 this one. She's not even listening anymore. The screams had never left Elzar Man. Oh no, he's tortured. I'm telling you, that's what it is. I'm telling you, I'm right. (laughs) Tell me, I'm right. Can I read you more of this page just for the good shit? Let me hear. Okay. Many months had passed since the Starlight Beacon's dedication ceremony, since he had stood along his fellow Jedi, since he had stood along Avargris. The eyes of the galaxy had been upon them in their temple finery, that damned collar itching as he'd listened to the speeches and the platitudes, first from Chancellor Lena So, leader of the Galactic Republic, and then from Avar, his Avar, the hero Uh, of Hetzal. Excuse me? Chill out with that. (laughs) Those possessive pronoun <laughs> and it's italicized Whoa, the beacon was their promise to the galaxy avar had said it was their covenant but no you just gotta you just gotta get a little taste it's, so it's good funny. stuff whenever you feel alone whenever darkness closes in know that the force is with you know that we are with you for light and life for light and life yada 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 um but that hadn't stopped the darkness from closing in later that day. A wave of pain and suffering, a vision of the future too terrible to comprehend. He had staggered, grabbing hold of a rail, blood gushing through his, from his nose as the pressure in his head threatened to split his skull in two. What, had, what he had seen had haunted him ever since. It had consumed him. And then he goes more and more into what he had seen and dealing with that. That was more of, oh. But, okay, okay. I'm telling you, I'm right. The screams had never left Elzar Man. Okay, we're starting on a high. I'm, I'm just. This is this is me. This is this is me doing the the ad for the I'm, next book. You don't need to. I already the, bought the, it. Good. good. Yeah. This book starts and ends with like the same level of like I will never forget that line. But also yeah. on the first page, the possessive pronoun in italics. That's crazy. It's the italicized O. Oh. <laughs> you know. Um, oh. It's it's. When I read that, I was like. Fame. closest that, book that's, doesn't read that's my boy right there yeah. he's so messed up that's my and he, man he, <laughs> <laughs> uh, elzar. elzar man, man. comma elzar again period. you know the um, names are not accidental i'm sure no um but yeah so the screams have never left elzar man so it really doesn't get any better for him after that vision Dang. poor dude um, it's been months and he's wow still messed up but um, yeah so they have that moment they have that moment and you're do. like oh my god oh my god and you're like oh and everything's gone to shit okay i mean like i said i, I it's all downhill from here i'm sure it, yeah it, it has to be yeah and at the bottom is um the iceberg and where the titanic yeah yeah okay and it may or may not be shaped like the starlight so, Beacon. i don't know um <laughs> yeah with all the podcasts that i've gone back to listen to and whatnot there's an awful lot of talk about the lost 20 yeah and yeah so i'm yeah very concerned about you should 19 be. of those <laughs> right 20 because we you i know the, the one is already right. it's dooku. it's dooku um oh so do you recall the name master trennis no well i don't think so cabin planted that seed in the dooku jedi lost audiobook <gasps> 
karate drama. Oh my god, am I gonna Master Trennis, one of the last that. 20. Master or not Master, Keith Trennis is the main protagonist of the main line of comics in this phase. And he is one of the last 20, like confirmed. She's oh. got the same name. Okay. Oh, it's a she. Yeah. Okay. She's got the same name. Dang. Okay. The conversation about the conversation about the lost 20, I think, is one that's really valid. And I will say is one that up to this point feels very unanswered. Well, like I Um, said, I am already grieving Avar Chris (laughs) already. Start start grieving the rest of them. You're not (laughs) going to name her with a name like Chris. Yeah. Start grieving the rest of them. I'm sure. Loden makes it, dude. Now start <laughs> I'm just kidding. Loden's so dead. I'm sure Loden's dead. Second chapter. Loden's so dead. <laughs> just because I you like, like You like genuinely have just like every single one of them. Everyone you've ever loved. He's basically loved. already dead by the end of this book. He's not doing so well by the end of this yeah. book. That's for sure. It's hardcore. What's going on But there? I'm telling you, I'm guessing right now mm. what Martian Rowe is about to do. I'm guessing that he has this device or something that allows him why what i'm just delighted by your theories i'm i don't ri- i rarely come up with theories i'm i'm having a great time he really is this not is, the theorist. No, this is great i'm just enjoying this but i want to okay. call it now on the podcast that okay. this is what's happening okay he has a thing that can like penetrate it can use the the inter the interconnect interconnect no interconnectivity of jedi Mm-hmm. That we ter- that's all over this book. Like we're learning all the time about how they're signaling each other through the mind, yep, like the mind space. And our girl is conducting. Our, but there's a mind space. Even without her, there's already yeah. kind of like a connection everywhere. So, what if he like corrupts that somehow? Mm, with and the light stick. With with something. I don't know what to call it, but the light stick works. <laughs> but the idea of like corrupting, yeah, the force to like. Like the force backfires on the jet is what I'm saying. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it, it because it, because already in that first page or so, you're talking about how there's something stuck in his head and like he can't get rid of yeah, it. It's probably yeah. gonna mess up his okay. Jedi skills. It's probably gonna cause the end of him somehow, and it just like disrupts like it's a fissure, you know, a schism you mm. know, of force sensitivity. Interesting. And Interesting. I feel like Avar is probably gonna be affected by that. I'm calling her right now. She's gonna get affected by that, and then there's gonna be the word. I promise you, the word dissonance. <laughs> will appear in this book i promise you dude with regard to avar because yeah. the music thing right i'm telling you okay mm. this is what happened all right no it's not what happened i'm kind of mad because that's a really good idea <laughs> that could be so fascinating I, i'm gonna just desperately need you to like just text me your reading updates as you read the rest okay. of the show. i'll be curious we'll to, to like, I, so- i'll be curious to see your reactions to the various things that happen in that book because so am i right I don't, don't, I don't I'm know. Not here, I'm not here to tell you whether you're right or wrong. I'm here to delight in your theories because, close. because like I, because like I also went through this and we're like, what's happening? What's happening? Um, you know what's funny? Actually, and, I'm sorry. Can I? Yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say when the purple thing like showed up, mm-hmm. I like had to reread that so many times because I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah, is this real? Like, am I re- Am I making this up? It's so, like briefly mentioned. Right, yeah. right. And I think that's actually a really interesting thing. I was talking to Brad about this. The how do I say this without spoiling anything? Um, the the visual you get, especially from things that are happening with the Nile, becomes much more clearer over the books. 
and continues to become clearer into phase two. That's cool. It's like they've they've figured out more clearly over time how they want the like the how the writers want this this thing to be depicted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and yeah. it's really interesting to watch that unfold throughout the books for the characters and for the reader. Um Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it gets more and more visual over time. That's cool. Um which I think will clarify some things for you. Uh, it's interesting. We, we love a relic. We love a Star Wars relic of any kind. Yes. Uh, any kind of gadget, any kind of anything. Yep. Especially ones that glow. So and keep light up. your eyeballs yep. on the light stick. Um, <laughs> obsessed yeah. with the light stick. Yeah. Quite frankly, really, yeah. if you can, if you could not tell, it, the light stick, the light stick is compelling, like really compelling. Uh, it could also be. Was it called a red herring? A MacGuffin? Magu- no. Like, the th- like it's mislead. Like a, like, a, like, a, like a cheat. It's a mislead, yeah. Mm. Which I was kind of thinking. I'm telling maybe. you that it's really compelling. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, oh. mm. uh, so we end with that vision, and then I don't think we mentioned yet that Avar Chris has now assumed, has taken yes. over. Um, She's the marshal of the Starlight. Oh, yeah. That died. Began, uh, who is going to be the marshal of Starlight Beacon, and she died. The ma- Jora? Yes. Yeah. Jora Molly? Um, we lost her, unfortunately. Legend, icon, we love her. Um, R.I.P. We knew her for, like, literally two seconds. And then... <laughs> she was so fucking cool. And so, yeah. Avar Chris has now been promoted to... Yeah. They gave me the station, quote-unquote. Which is complicated, isn't it? It's it's bad news, quite frankly, <laughs> yeah. in my opinion. Bad news. It's, it's Not only because Titanic right uh death star yep juxtaposition etc but now she has to stay there right and her boyfriend <laughs> has to go back to Coruscant. and he's like i'm yeah, not her boyfriend fine. and in her head in his head he's like i'm definitely her boyfriend <laughs> yeah that's exactly what's so happening. they are split apart right um i mean i'm sure it's no problem they can just like talk exactly <laughs> but just chat but you know remote remote or distance relationship whatever he can't look upon her they can't lose. They face. can't drown in each other's eyes. Yeah, they can't. There's no more drowning. And um, just, just in case, I know there's a lot of. I know just today, I was like, fan casting sucks, but Elizabeth Mitchell, I will accept mm. no substitute. Oh, yeah. as it's Ava gotta Chris. be. Dog. I've heard it's other suggestions. Yeah. Okay, I've heard person. other suggestions. No. But like, okay. literally, Liz it looks Mitchell. like her, dude. I know it does. Liz Mitchell. Thousand My percent. fusiform facial thing in my brain actually don't like, know yo. do we know how old avar is i would say that avar stellan and elzar are in their early 30s ish mm, early I, 30s darn. i think i mean i don't i don't know if we actually okay. know this very well but now i want to look on wikipedia yeah. <laughs> wikipedia um, wikipedia is my bestie it's so cool it's got all the knowledge that i forget about it's actually uh, an yeah, amazing concept. Well, while you're doing that i'm gonna bring up real quick just random things i like please the ataraxia <laughs> yeah the, the ship, the ship. Hey. okay wait hang on this made me so happy yeah by definition ataraxia is a state of freedom from emotional disturbance and anxiety tranquility or an untroubled mind which as we know, it's kind of the goal. That's like that's like goals for the Jedi. That's, oh yeah. That's like that's what you and human beings in general you meditate to kind of reach that plane, right? But however, there is clinical ataraxia, 
which, which is definitely not, not so good. good. Yeah, Maladaptive passivity brought on by a lesion or atrophy of the amygdala, yeah. which regulates some emotions. Being fearful and the feeling of alertness when confronted with danger is necessary for, like, living. Mm. So it's kind of very, very interesting that that's the name of that ship. And this is kind of what we're dealing with with the Jedi. Like, you can't have it. You you can't have a hundred percent peaceful, no awareness of the dark side. Like you can't just sweep that stuff under the rug ever. And um, I think that ship doesn't get destroyed. No. I don't remember. No, really. I don't think it does. No, but um, it was uh, what's her face's. She was on it though, right before she left and got herself killed. Oh, I love a good, I love a good Wikipedia present for battles slash events. And then it has like, you know, oh, I love yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it tells you like the sides and like um, wet bub, wet bub, <laughs> yeah, wet bub. That's all I have to it's say. Awesome, wet bub. Also, Avar Chris is thirty in the time oh, of this. Oh, that's yeah. too young. No, make her older. Oh yeah, but um, <laughs> but wet bub, a legend. When you were like. Um, oh, evil, yeah. evil Gungan. I literally went wet bub and I like question mark reply back <laughs> and I was like I pulled that out of the depths of my memory and I was like oh my god did I just get it wrong and say something incredibly odd and then I googled wet no, bub and I was like no, no, no. please it's wet bub <laughs> if we're gonna have a little one-off comic please About let it be yeah. of his backstory because some crazy Look, they murderous did it with they could do it I with know. him if some crazy murderous Gungan like what else do we Does, isn't he like it's great if i recall correctly isn't he like drenched in blood or something like yeah, that and that's yeah. why he's called no, wet bub. yeah yeah okay, it's great. real gross and yeah i want to see it i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure daniel has a story about wet bub daniel, oh daniel okay about yeah why i don't, I don't see bub. how you're gonna create that character and then just be like oh <laughs> dead no well, more i mean don't get your hopes up too high but i think there's a All story right. about like why he is the way that he is. Um, I don't know why, but using <laughs> the psychology the, of wet bub, using the lightsabers as car keys just really made me laugh a lot. Hitting the vectors, <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Like they have to That's use cool. the hilt. To I mean, turn he says they're the force ship. sensitive yeah, vehicles. And if you're they, uh, screwed, if your lightsaber gets uh, yeah, yeah so. taken in battle, like you're done. It's also, true. not getting off. Also, that those vector ships, the concept art, so cool, so cool, so cool. Give yeah. me a give me a little miniature of that. I would appreciate right. it. Um, the name of the gaze electric, just what a cool the gaze name for electric. Me. Yeah. I don't even know what that means, but it's a really cool name. Isn't it? Isn't it? Oh, yeah. It just sounds like a Def Leppard album. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. And that's why it's got, the maybe. Cool, yeah. it's got the cool factor for that reason. Yes. Uh, the two moons of Hetzel being named the rooted and the fruited. The rooted, fruited, yeah. the fruited moon. Yes. Oh, my God. You are, you're bringing it all back for me. How hard did they laugh when they came up with that? Uh, they have. Yeah. He had to laugh pretty hard, if that was his like idea. The he probably soul. hit him in the, the head. He him. laughed and then he wrote it. Yeah, probably. That's what happened. Um, and Ember, the space Ember, dog, yeah. the charhound, the fire dog. Cool. She's she's the bestest girl in the whole world. We. She come back. Yeah. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah, she's yeah. alive. She's alive. Well, she I'm comes... saying just she come back and then. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We got we got we got more Ember. To hang she on. belongs to Bell, right? Yeah, and here's okay. here's Belle on the cover. Oh, on the cover, okay, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Sick. It's Belle and Stella and Indira Strokes. Okay, I know Elzar Man's cute, but Stella? 
Are we going to have like, <laughs> is this, or can we get into like the Jedi, the, this trio of, they're like the hottest trio of Jedi to ever exist. What like they're the just hell? like incredibly hot people, yeah. like super hot people doing hot people stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like they're like, really, they're really hot. They're really hot. They're too hot. They're way too hot. Yeah. Um, and they're like hot and powerful and 30 and like, you know, out here living their best lives and they've been yeah. best friends since forever. And Stellan is like totally third wheeling. You'll get there. Um, <laughs> um, and Where's my boy Stellan. Um, he, it doesn't matter. He can, he can get it if he Stellan, wants it. Stellan, Stellan is a great, Stellan's a cool name. You know, I got it. My one complaint is that Avar and Elzar sound a lot like each other in yeah. terms of names. And there's so many names in the higher public. Mm-hmm. Like my brain goes, bloop, 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 bloop. Mm-hmm. Like I have like three hundred higher public names stored in my you head. You know, I've got it now, oh but but initially it was like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> you'll start talking about together, and you'll start calling them Avzar. <laughs> what is the ship name well i don't know if we ever i don't know if we by we i mean the fandom like ever like fully decided on one to stick with really but like Mm. well but it's also been a year and a half since phase one ended okay so it's (laughs) that's okay (laughs) yeah it's that's a herb brad love it's crayon for for me and brad um no way but if uh the no the no um Oh gosh, Danny uh, at Danny Pergil, they came up with uh, like a thruple ship name between um, Avar. Uh, it was like Cran Cran Stanlin. No, yes. I unsubscribe. It's our favorite. Thing. It's my favorite thing ever. Um, that is pretty good, Cran Stanlin. Yeah, Cran Stanlin. <laughs> perfect, um, perfect. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Cranus, but Avzar. There have been multiple contenders, but it's also been a year and a half since we've been with these characters. Mm-hmm. You know, we had the break and then we've been with the phase two characters for a while. So I think I think it'll pop back up when we start to get the phase three content, which will start, you know, like this November, because we'll we'll be getting these characters again. Yeah. And oh, man, I'm not going to spoil where we're at here, but like I think there's going to be some angst. More angst. More angst. More o- only angst. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Marshall Rowe is here to fuck shit up. Like he's not he's not gonna let anybody have a nice day. Just you think. He always gets on my case. The children are listening. The children are listening. I'm like, no children are listening. <laughs> you know, I accepted that if the children are listening, um, they're listening and they, yeah, you know, um, because <laughs> get it together, Brad, children. Brad likes to mention something that happens in this book. Yeah, at I, every I turn. saw it in the notes, I believe. Um uh. With the one, the one that I sent you, kind of, kind of, yeah. But like, I mentioned the Kazoap device, and <laughs> we mention um the the egg talk, the egg talk thing, and he, whenever has the opportunity to talk about how much of a mess Elzar man is, he will. Mm. Um, I see you going and poorly. and you know we're not so much of a kid friendly podcast these days mm. because he will mention how much of a mess Elsa <laughs> return. It's okay, I'm fine with it. So sorry, I'm so sorry to the children listening. I was at the bookstore one time and There's no children listening. The, I was at the bookstore one time and this one of my coworkers was like, "Oh, and she does a Star Wars podcast." It was like this this mother and her like twelve year old son, and I was like, "Yeah," I, I was like, "Yeah, I do." It's it's not a podcast for kids. Just as an FYI, I mean, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's a thing, you know. I don't All care. Right. I honestly don't care. He cares but. so much. He says, "You say a swear, you're literally going to hell." I do not care that much. <laughs> I just care when you say it because you're my mom. I am not allowed to curse. See, it's not the other way around. Even though, see, my family gets I on me all the time. the time. Oh, really? It's my parents, and they're like, "It's my dad." He's like, 
I'm like, I am an entire adult. Yeah. <laughs> an entire adult. All right. Colin, anything else you want to add? Uh, Space battles, you loved them. I thought they were great. They were well done. The action in well, general was well I want to say what done. I actually liked. I didn't really get the chance to say what I liked. All right. We've never let him speak. Kevin Tarr. Kevin Tarr. Oh, my God. How did that we droid get so far? That droid was so awesome. How did Kevin we get so far without Kevin Tarr? The droid grid. How I Love You, Kevin Tarr. Awesome. I loved that whole sequence. I thought that was awesome. I thought that was so cool and unique. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I like that character a lot. He's one of my favorites, definitely. Um, Bring him back. Do we get more of him? Uh, it's okay if not. He's alive. He did his job, man. He's around. He comes back somewhere in in a reference, essentially, but I don't remember quite. I where. did think it was funny that Lena so was like, "Offer him a job quickly because we don't want to lose him to the private sector." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, See, "She's on the she's on top of things." Come right, on. right, right, right. I liked the visualization element. Like you could visualize everything. Yeah. It's great. All the action that was really fast. Like you could see it. It's yeah. Awesome. And I have um, a lot of trouble following action in books mm-hmm, a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And this one, I really did not. It was mm-hmm. very well done. It was good. I liked the dialogue and monologues. I liked the, again, forced depiction. That's probably my favorite thing about the book. Mm-hmm. I think I already said that. Um, I liked the plot. I thought the plot was great. Honestly, I really liked that, you know, um, I thought the villains were great. Like the, the antagonist mm-hmm. of the story was great. I thought the depiction of the Jedi was great. Like super clearly like high, you know, uh, high Republic. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> very, it was like very clear. Wow. Weird um, that it's high. <laughs> I like the organization of the book itself. Like the parts. I liked how there were parts. Mm. That might be one of my complaints that it jumped around. It was jumpy jump mm. a lot. Mm. And I would be like, wait, what? Which planet? Who? How? Because there was really? a lot of stuff going on. Dude. A little yeah. bit a little bit much for me. Really? Just, just a little bit much There's for like me. There's like three planets. Three. It's a little bit much for me. But we, I mean, we are moving around settings, <laughs> especially since space is a setting here, because we're having to deal with the emergencies and right. and the Hetzal disaster and having to kind of deal with aspects of that all over. Okay, I guess I thought the beginning of the part, the part one was confusing a little bit. Yeah, that's what I'm talking oh, about. Okay, actually. okay, okay. All right, all right. The countdown stuff. For sure. Yeah. All right. But I loved that whole section. That was cool. Yeah. I liked that stuff. Because yeah. at one point, he was he was pretty far ahead of me. I'm like... Is this countdown the entire book? Because and he's like, I don't think so. I'm like, okay, thank God. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm getting it's getting a little weary. The right, countdown. Right. Um, what seconds. else? Yeah, like the battles. Mm, there are other things I said. I know. I thought to myself like, oh, I really like this. Overall, like definitely, I give this book a. 8.5 out of 10. <laughs> We're All right. To the ratings now. What, can I can I ask what makes the book a 10 out of 10 for you? I'm just uh, What per- makes a book 10 oh, out of 10 God. for me? Oh god, what have I done? Well, it Don't... literally needs to be perfect. Yeah. I yeah, never okay. give a 10 out of 10. Oh, okay. It is this is this is where this is where the throne room series becomes Mm-mm, right. A it's a battle of wits. Battle in my between head. the two I'm of us. I'm battling my own wits. Because okay, to him hard. a perfect 10 literally means That's what it means. It's perfect. <laughs> what's Unparalleled. Your, what's your favorite book? Unparalleled. Book? Yeah. Ooh, that's a good question. What what I is love so many or books. like what is the thing in your life story-wise, a story that you give the closest to a 10 or a 10? 
I'm just, I'm like curious. Story wise. Yeah. So a book, a movie, a TV show, like what for you is like when you're like, oh, this is perfect. Or what is, what is your, what is your closest to perfect story? If you oh, know. Man. I'm just really curious to know what your taste. There's so taste many stars. Are. I mean, Legion, possibly, mm. maybe devs, devs, very possibly lost. Okay. Very okay. possibly. Okay, okay. But I can't say for sure. I, I they honestly, might like be like the okay, 9.8. Okay, okay, like film wise, like television wise, film wise, I'd say Devs is the closest I can think of that okay, I've seen. Okay. That I've seen. There might be better, but gotcha. But book wise, I gotta think back to when I like used to read. Uh I really liked those dragon books. Mm, the uh Aragon Ara- and those. No, okay. not Aragon. Not Aragon. Not Aragon. It was different. Oh, am I wrong? Uh yeah. They were kind of like Aragon, like they were kind of a name. Oh, then I'm not gonna remember. Oh. Emerald Atlas. I loved that book, bro. I loved mm. that book, dude. Have you heard of Emerald Atlas? No. It's great. It's a good book. Okay, I'll have to look it up because I'm really, I'm like genuinely It's like curious. one of those single novels. Like, it's just a story. It's just like, okay. mm, it's just like all that. But music wise. Okay. Beethoven, seven. Beethoven, seven. That's a ten. I mean, that right. is a That's ten. That's a ten. Okay, okay. Shasti. I can't give him a 10. <gasps> I give him a 9.5 for real. Are you kidding? I can't give him a 10. Wow, you're giving Beethoven a 10 but not. Listen, listen, hear me out. I have never listen, been more hear me shocked out. in is, my life, gentle maybe, listeners. I this said, may, listen. This is a... Listen. I feel like I'm experiencing he, a moment. Okay. He writes really... The closest thing. Let's just say. Closest thing I would say is Beethoven... Uh, Shasti... Eight. I'd say his eighth, for sure, is the closest. Because that is like the whole thing. But the problem with him is that he writes really good stuff, but like there's always something that's kind of boring in his music. Mm. Like kind of just like, oh, you could have done more. You know what I mean? Like, you could have. <laughs> you could have been in like 10% more effort. Like, and- dude, dude, your city's getting bombed. <laughs> write better things. You know what I mean? But, right. but, but. Like channel your trauma better, please. Uh, for real. <laughs> but, also, but I mean, to say You're 10, creating masterpieces, say- but they're not like the masterpieces. This is what I mean. Can you hear me out for a sec? <laughs> to say 10 is putting him on the same level as Beethoven. I can't do that. Okay. So you, Beethoven is you Beethoven know? is the 10. Yes. And we're all just striving to be Beethoven. Specifically, that piece is a 10. Suspe- oh, Jesus Christ, I can't say the word specifically. <laughs> um, okay. Can I recommend you Black Sun by Rebecca Roanhorse? <laughs> I did see that. It's my favorite book of all time. Okay. It's got the visual element that you were talking about. It's got the POV. It's got a countdown, oh. but it's a countdown that works okay because we're headed towards a very specific moment oh, no, cool. no space battles <laughs> yeah that's fine but i don't need space battles um in something that's not star wars it's really epic okay and it's i've been, heard nothing but good things it's because i don't shut up about it i'm it's it's one that i probably put in like 60 people's hands while i worked at the bookstore wow i think okay. i looked at sales and we had like 75 sales and i was like i'm pretty sure i wow. literally put this book in people's hands um and was like <laughs> you should buy this um <laughs> okay i think i think you might like it okay and if it's anything below an eight eight don't tell me okay <laughs> <laughs> read it and then don't no, does you not want to know you can tell me I, I love to talk about it one way or the other but like yeah Okay. But I just It's not it's on, it's man. it's like it's like my 10. But you do know? you agree? Cuz I know you don't. But do you agree that if it's a 10 out of 10, that means you are saying no. it is 100%. I don't agree. Oh my god, come on. For me, for me when I'm like okay, if I'm rating something, if I've been moved Oh, that's the criteria. If well, I, I if, yeah, the question is what's the criteria? If I've been moved, mm-hmm. if I've been shocked, if I've been um taken on a a ride like that to me can be 
a five star or a 10 out of 10 mm. and 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 but i like if you look at my letterbox like i'm not gonna <laughs> like it's not like a it's not like the up part of a roller coaster i mean it's definitely a little bit more of the bell curve but but it's not because i'm i'm more prone i say like a three star is middle of the road it's uh-huh, yeah. it's fine so anything I'm like, it's more that it's it's fine. I'm like, okay, it's it's good. It's a it's a three and a half star. I'm like, oh, it's it's quality and good. It's four star. Oh, it, I really love this one. Or five is like, oh, it moved me. I see. Okay. All right. So that's fair. When it comes to throne rooms, mm. I get shit from him because <laughs> I have rated too many throne rooms as ten out of ten. That's ridiculous. And that's. See, it's ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. Well, it's not, but see, not because. But, but that is a good way to put it, though. I don't think you've ever really put it that way. That's what you're trying to say. You're trying to say that you give it a ten out of ten because it's just. Don't put really me in the good. middle of this. You're good. It's, you're, just, you're saying it's really, really, really good. That's all you're saying, right? No, I'm saying. I'm not comparing. You're not ranking. They're all. They all exist in their own scale. Yeah, okay. I'm not comparing right. the grand salon of whatever 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 um mandalorian throne room against (laughs) palps's throne room in return of the jedi you're ranking it against itself yes is palps's throne room (laughs) in the return of the jedi in return of the jedi the best palps's throne room in return he could have (laughs) ever had in that movie yeah yes yeah yeah. 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 Well, that is a clear 10 out of 10. And, but that you're, one is. but the Grand Salon on Mandalore, also a 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is. I bro. respect that, bro. I respect you. You, you don't. respect I it, bro. You're but, me every time. but you also, you respect it, bro. But you're also it. like, it makes me want to tear my hair out, bro. Like, you're entitled <laughs> to your wrong opinion. You know this. Oh, my God. Now, this is a theme of the show. I, I say it all the time. You are entitled to you your are, wrong dude. opinion. Your approach is flawed. But um, here's, judgment here's is why it is clouded. wrong. You're in my home. <laughs> You've been clouded by the dark side somehow. <laughs> the storm has caught what you. What was my other 10 out of 10? I know there was another one. Uh, I, mm, that you were really like, you gotta be kidding. Um, I know there were three because you're like, yeah, there's three. There cannot be three 10 out of 10. <laughs> like, well, there is. So, I sorry. Think, what? Dang, I can't remember. I think you just, didn't you, the ceremony hall? The ceremony hall or the end of episode four nah nah i don't even think i give that much why can't i think of any throne rooms uh you guys did the podcast series on it i know yeah. throne rooms are not knowledge that i keep up in my brain i may have given um oh dooku's Ooh, did i ah. yeah i think you did i do friggin love that one's fire room. man yeah it is how are we talking about throne rooms oh my god <laughs> I love a good we tangent. I love I, a good all tangent. I said was I give the book eight point five, and you. Oh right, right, right. We got, um, you you have to understand. I I've talked about the Bible. I've cried multiple times on Friends of the Forest talking about books. I bring it back to the real world at any possible moment. I'm mm. like, and this really relates to like that our system of living, like yeah, our government yeah. and like capitalism. <laughs> so yeah. I'm I'm gonna give. So it, I love a tangent. I'm gonna give it. You're gonna be shocked. <gasps> a seven point five. Seven point five. I we thought have we have room to improve. 
I was going to say 7.5. I got I changed I, it. Hey, you hey, are not changing in my head. It. I, I got oh. you the Rising Storm. Yeah. This is the one. Yeah. I haven't feel What do you yet. rank this? You know? If you remember back. Try to remember like your first experience. What, what did I rank? We can find out. Oh, oh. let's go. I, hey, I've about. got a Goodreads, you guys. Oh, she's um, got a Goodreads account. Light of the Jedi. Great. Oh, 23,000 ratings. I gave it a five-star rating. Oh. Now, is that the highest? Is five stars? Yeah. But that can mean anywhere between eight out of 10 and 10 out of 10. So... Um, let's see what I said over here. Maths. One major criticism of the book is that it can get easily a bit jumbled. Despite having read the book and taken notes and knowing Star Wars pretty well, I still left with a few questions relating to the timeline of the disaster, yada, yada. So I had a pretty strong criticism, but I still gave it five stars. For me, it I feel like I probably gave it five stars because I was more energized about Star Wars mm, than yeah. I had been in a year and change. Yeah. It reignited a passion Mm. for star wars for me that i literally had not felt at all since the rise of skywalker i agree um I, same here same here welcome yeah, yeah for welcome real it was cool it was cool life. i felt it's, something it's it's yeah. it's a real it's a real joy um to suffer in the high republic <laughs> yeah um, but i i think for me yeah i gave it five stars because it it really kick-started my love of star wars again in mm. a way that i could feel like i still belonged in this space mm, cool. i think rising storm is a better book than light of the jedi um again brad and i finished this book at the same time which never happens to us like literally within 10 minutes of each other he sent a picture of his face at the end of the book and i sent one of mine you're scaring me and i and i i Let's can, go, man. can so scared. visually see these what? two selfies of us Oof. just being absolutely shook to our core all right it, all right it, i think that kevin in this next book, I think Charles did a, a like a really really no, strong he really job. did like for what for the workload that he had right on his plate right for what he needed to do, he did a great job. Yeah, like, I really he really really did. It, how difficult must right. this have been to write? It really must have been a real. I think bear. Honestly, I think all of these, especially the adult novels, where they're having to like synthesize so much of what's happening in the other books as well. Um. The pressure, though, on that on him must on have on been Charles specifically, in, yeah, intense um, pressure. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 really interesting to see what gets pulled from what Charles has set down. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they all planned this together. They all made these books together, but you know, the act of individually writing them is a whole separate thing. Yeah. But it's interesting to see what Cavan picks up from what Charles puts down mm -hmm. and how he's connecting that. And in my opinion, they feel pretty seamless. Um, but Cavan's is going to take you a little bit more along with the characters because we've gotten past the great hyperspace disaster. We can now really dive into the light stick and <laughs> our characters and fear and um, denial and, and what their intentions are. Um, so like, if you like this book, you'll continue to like them is my, is my okay. thought. Yay. Um, it's, I'm excited. And, and what's great is like, if you were like, mm, I didn't love this one. I like this one, but I didn't really love it. it. Didn't really do a ton for me. Like, okay, well then try this one, which takes you on a totally different. I'm pointing it into the dark, um, which takes you on like a totally different path that becomes valuable in the story, but isn't the main focus of the story. Like, Into the Dark has force artifacts, and have you heard about the the Drangiria 
at all? Yes. Okay. In fact, I remember specifically the concept art. Yes. And thinking. Sentient plants. Feed me Seymour. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Like literally. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. That's so Um, funny. So like you get, you get. A lot going on in here too with the like the Jedi. You get comedy with Geode. He's a comedy king. He's a <laughs> wild man, you guys. So it's like there's something. What I find what's so cool about the High Republic is like, yes, I realized I read nine books in a major series in a calendar year, which is pretty insane. Um, but I was also getting introduced to so much. Right, they're all so different from one another. Um, so I can follow the big overarching story with the big battles and the the big villains, or I can follow the more really character focused story that, you know, coming of age story or this story, or I can follow the middle grade story where it's all about their feelings and where they are in the world. And like, mm. but you're still getting really good characters and really good story in there. I love the higher public guys. That's, I mean, I've been monologuing about how much I love the higher public <laughs> for the past like two minutes. Well, you're probably I looking mean, at the maves. This is why, no, this is why no. we got into the hyperspace lane and came to your place because thank you so much we knew we did not crash yeah no we We did not get torn to pieces we did not the bridge did not what is it (laughs) we made it the Hmm? bridge what is it the bridge was torn apart what does it say your favorite (laughs) oh you don't know off the top of your head oh my god the bridge ripped open the bridge ripped open yeah um we knew that you were gonna do an awesome job starting us off on our journey i i i hope you feel like you've been started on your journey. i you have totally i you can't have, wait to read in fact we're probably gonna we only have one copy of the book because of rising storm because for some weird reason the hardback uh copy was like way less expensive than the paperback did you buy it on amazon yeah it's because they're trying to get rid of their stock oh, okay they're like mm. oh my god we've had but i don't want to bring a hardback book on a plane is my problem. Yeah, but they're so. like, oh my God, we've had these hardcover copies for two years in our warehouses and we want to get them gone. We will literally sell them at an even larger loss than we're typically selling them at. That's, well, that's how they do it that. It kind of backfired because I don't want to bring it on a plane. So oh. I'm probably going to have to audiobook most of it, which uh, I don't think I want to do because I miss details. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe, maybe they'll be selling the paperback at Comic-Con. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I would say it's definitely possible. Okay. So maybe I can just pick it up there. Yeah. And plus maybe like I'll... a little extra cute pin or something. If <laughs> you want to get me a copy of Tales and Light of Light and Life and get that. Um, Tales of Light and Life. Tales of Light and Life okay. and get that pin um, that says something on it. Oh. <laughs> that was the one I was like, are they going to let me buy two? Because now I too want that pin because it is <laughs> a must have pin. Yeah. I think, I think it's like, I think it's per purchase of copy of Tales okay. of Light. Tale, what Tales of Light and Life is, it's a YA anthology of characters from the High Republic. So it's telling, you know, one-off I stories. I love anthologies, bro. I, But I will tell you that you're going to have to read a bit more probably before you can dive into all the stories there because they all take place at different times. So it's okay. like one of them's like in between books one and two. One of them's at the beginning of phase two, you know? Like, so uh, they kind of seem to be all over with characters from all over. But I'm really looking forward to that one because I think that it's, I mean, it's got all like all the authors in it. And good news, I love all the authors. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... I think that should be good. All right. Um, well, I will be at that booth. The, that's got the pin. I will be at that Please booth. Please say hi to Tom for me. Is he going for sure? I believe he is. Okay. Yeah. Right. Cool. I Tom's will, great. I will say hi and be like. Big fan. I can I can have two pins, right? Because <laughs> your good friend Sarah really, Tom, really, Tom. really wants one. And yeah. 
And being a hero is expensive right now. What? <laughs> and going there is expensive. Uh, you know? <laughs> no kidding. Oh, my God. But, um, all right. Well, I'm super excited for Rising Storm by Kevin Scott. You've done your job. I will literally talk to you guys about the higher public anytime. It does not okay. need to be on a microphone. Okay. And we can find a middle spot and go to lunch and just, like, chat for three hours in a Panera Bread. Like, please. Like, <laughs> I... Like, love please. the High Republic so much, and I am always so invigorated to talk about it. And the more I talk about it, the more giddy I get. Um, Here's what I think: I mm. think kill two birds with one stone. Uh huh. Cup sleeve. Cup sleeve. <laughs> We're bringing you to the cup sleeve. <laughs> how how convenient though. Cup sleeve yeah. slash. We get together to talk about High Republic book talk. Yeah. Colin, come on. All right. Do you not want a boba tea? I <laughs> do not want. don't, but I'll go. I do will pay not... for the boba tea. <laughs> it's okay. It's I mean, don't they have other things? Other teas. <laughs> other teas? It? Sometimes coffee. I don't know. What do you want? I don't know. Water. I'll literally just go for the water. Water. Yeah. Well, he doesn't need a cup sleeve. He, he doesn't just need a cup in, sleeve. In the, in the place. I still don't understand what those I know, are. I know. He really doesn't get it at all. I tried to force him to go the other day, and he wouldn't go. And me and Delaney were like, it's you really, stink. It, it, there are many pop-up shops. Okay. When, <laughs> when your fandom doesn't have conventions they can go to on the regular, how oh. do you find fandom friends? Mm. You create a capitalistic space <laughs> where you can sell sell things and also so, talk to uh, people sell okay sell cute things sell cute uh, things look, i mean look at all the cute word. things i purchased this that's pretty cool this this a tangerine the tangerine's cool. the tangerine yeah. this dino it says dino <laughs> all right well all right i think I mean, we're good if, if, <laughs> we've lost everyone at this point so if I mean, I if you guys are doing that, I gotta be Sarah, there. Sarah, please, good. please, please tell everybody where they can find yes. you and Friends of the Force. Okay, so Friends of the Force is the podcast I do with um, my bestie Brad, and um, we talk Star Wars books. Probably is what we're most known for, but we talk a lot of stuff, but mostly books. Um, and we are at Friends of Force on Twitter, Friends of the Force Podcast.com. On Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Brad typically does this outro. I'm like, oh, where? No, I'm, so I'm sorry. like, oh. where are we? <laughs> and uh, as for me, I am seh221 on Twitter and Sarah's Puzzle Pages on Instagram for books and puzzles things. Um, yeah, that's. I think that's. I think that's it. I'm also on Goodreads and Letterboxd, but I don't really use those right now because I'm listening to more K-pop than I am reading or watching. <laughs> for movies. sure, for sure. And honest. if you want to like find her in real life, just go to any of the Chicagoland cup sleeves that are ever happening because she goes. I she go makes to like the all of rounds. <laughs> um, it gets me out of the house, guys. I work from home. Um, that's you fair. can you can find me at the local library or at my local Starbucks on a regular basis, <laughs> um, where I do my work and answer emails. So. Um, yeah, I'm out and about on the town. Um. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for yes. taking the time to do this because you're a busy gal. So we appreciate it a no, lot. Thank, and opening thank up your you. home. Thank you yeah, for seriously. like letting me come on your podcast and talk about that. Oh, you're so yeah. welcome. I'm so happy about it. Um, if you want to reach out to us, uh, being Colin and I, we are on, well, for the time being, we are on Twitter at Unknown Reach Pod. My personal handle is at Frey Jason. Colin's on Instagram. I always get strong at Colin underscore MJ underscore Whitlick. Yeah, correct. Um, and he has a poetry account that he won't tell anybody about, but it's out it's there. It's kind of dead. It's dead. No, it's majorly famous and everybody knows about it. Uh, <laughs> it's straight up dead. Oh, and we're both on Facebook also. Yeah. 
Um, because I guess we're lame. Because TikTok too. Oh, brand new. This is true. TikTok. I actually opened. There's nothing there to see, but I actually opened a TikTok account and an Instagram account for the show because I thought Twitter was really, really done this time. But we seem to be hanging on by our fingernails. But it's at some point we're gonna we're gonna do something with those. Stay right. tuned. Right. Stay tuned to, for that. Yeah. And but I mean we, I mean Colin's gonna do something with those. Because <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I've been voluntold. Um. Okay. As always. So I think the next, obviously the next book in the series is rising storm if you guys want to read along do it please do do it reach out that'll be fun i mean we're also trying to do weekly episodes now we discussed that so, oh yes we are we are trying to the get next on a episode schedule. probably won't be about the book um it's probably gonna be about something we still need to do and that, uh, to be honest i don't think we're gonna have an episode next week because i'll be in san diego oh, i'm gonna bring your mic dog bring your mic <sighs> What? Do you know how many times I've taken my serious? mic on a plane and I've never used it and I have to baby it like a little tiny baby and be sure I guess that nothing if you happens tell them, to it? I guess if you say here, though, that there just won't be next week, but the one after yeah. that. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Colin's doing his first full watch through of Rebels. Oh, oh yeah, in yeah, per- yeah. In preparation for um, the Ahsoka show, which is coming really soon. Did you yeah, see Rebels, so. Sarah? I have seen Rebels, um, but I kind of watched it in a discombobulated way, so I definitely need to do a rewatch just for okay. myself. Mm. Well, you know? cool. That That's going to let... We are... At least the third podcast I know of that's doing a rebel. <laughs> crazy, ass. you know the timing. The timing is right. So the funny. timing is right for sure. And, uh, uh, and there's nothing a Star Wars podcast loves more no. than being on the ball with but the topic. Honestly, you know, he had not watched it. Yeah, all the way through, there were big swaths of story that he didn't even know existed. Ah, he did not know Bo Katan was in Rebels at all. Who else was major that you were like Lando. what? Lando didn't know Lando I didn't know. existed. Darth Vader showed up that early. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. know. He's been surprised by a lot of things. I didn't know so. Wedge and Hobby. Were yeah, in. yeah, that's mm-hmm. so there's cool. A lot of people. So that's kind yeah. of we're gonna do an episode about your your experience with Rebels at some point and cool. prep for Ahsoka, and just like I don't know what else. I still want to do the. I do still want to do. We talk about the movies, the original. Oh, we haven't yes, done that really and there, we need to do that it doesn't make any sense that we haven't done that to me i know mm. it really doesn't make any sense because <laughs> we have a lot of good takes we do we have the a lot of good are, takes the takes are excellent they're, they're solid excellent. they're, they're solid takes they're good. okay well maybe um i do, I do with those. with these two with these two summer series already and summer's half over maybe that'll be a fall winter project perhaps yeah. okay um, the the never ending building of the schedule and then tearing uh, the schedule apart and then yeah. rebuilding the schedule and then, and then your your partner saying I'm sorry I have finals and, and this and that and I can't record for the next two months and we're like fine it's unknown regions that's what we're about yes. unknown the unknown. unknown it's canon okay thank you for joining us and listening if you're still listening you are you are blessed um hey Colin yo see you around kid peace bye. Thank you for listening to Unknown Regions Podcast. The introductory theme for Unknown Regions Podcast was composed by Colin Whitlick and was performed live by a volunteer orchestra. This recording and composition is the intellectual property of Colin Whitlick, but please feel free to hire him for all your compositional needs. He is the composer you're looking for. 
All the opinions expressed on Unknown Regents podcast are of a personal nature and in no way reflect that of Disney or Lucasfilm. Thanks again for listening. See you real soon.